Hey everyone, welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television. Recapping shows like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia. And I am just learning today that McDonald's stopped all day breakfast. I love how that's the first thing we go into. I know how disappointed you were, though. I felt like I was like, yeah, got a nice fresh haircut. I'm going to come home and surprise you. The nice bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle and some hash browns. It's been a long time since we had it. And lo and fucking behold. That's, it's really just, I really didn't need this today. You know, like enough is going on in general that like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need this. I want my first world problem. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) listen, I I have, I will fully acknowledge that if this is one of the biggest ways that the COVID situation has inconvenienced me, that I am wildly lucky. Yes. Incredibly blessed. I just really could have used a bacon egg and cheese mcgriddle today (laughs) oh gosh well i guess it's nice to start things off on a lighter note exactly that's what it is uh also lighter note we officially hit twenty thousand downloads Woo! that's cool i didn't know we had the number oh so i'm finding out right now yeah i I knew we were getting close it's a little bit it's it's a little bit past it i forgot to bring it up last time because i think that we had hit it by the time we were no that's cool though Twenty thousand. all right i i cannot believe downloads all that stuff i can't believe people like want to listen to us so thank you all we're so grateful for every single one of you this is such a huge honor and as much as like it's it's one of those things like the gym where it's like you never feel like sitting down and doing the work for it like you know like actually going over there but then like once you're there once you're doing it you get in a groove it's nice yeah it feels good so we're happy to do this for you we we hope that you continue to enjoy it we did get our first one star review but (laughs) oh wow (laughs) no no review left just like a one star rating so that was it huh whatever we're not gonna be for fucking everybody that's true whatever I will. Can't please everyone, but for those of you who do give us five-star reviews, thank you very much. Yeah, we appreciate and it. if you haven't, rate, review, subscribe, tell friends who don't yeah, talk. Yeah, we'd really appreciate it just to kind of get it out there. If you guys enjoy it, we hope others will too. You know, it's a lot of fun for us to do. You know, as a couple, it's just a common interest of ours. We love watching this stuff, talking about this stuff. So thank you so much for your support. Also, thank you to our patrons yes. uh, for your support patreon.com slash rewind the love pod we have two new patrons this week names will be familiar to both you and the guests but anisa who was a guest in oh during yes school, and sarah all right sarah. thank you anisa and sarah yeah that's awesome we love you we love you both so much yeah. also we just dropped a recap of brett michael's movie yes a letter from death row 1998 I it was an experience to watch. It was it funny. It was an experience yeah. to talk about. We like laughed a bunch. So I saw it, that thing real quick, and I know because you mentioned it, but I saw the tweet go up, and of course, seeing Bosch saying, "I'm already 15 minutes in, and this is like the worst thing ever." The worst thing ever. Was oh, it's so fucking bad, it's, y'all. This movie went is through the same kind of so feelings. Awful. Yeah. But it's it's definitely worth at least one watch, especially if you're a fan of bad movies. Yeah. And it's yeah. a fun experience. It's just it's fun to just watch some bullshit once in a while. Like right. That. Exactly. I mean, granted, it's the bullshit we're watching is not about <laughs> the criminal justice system isn't necessarily like the most fun place to go mentally right now. Yes. But, you know, it's it's fun to laugh every once in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so check it out. It is for free on not youtube so don't don't go looking for it on youtube 
because it you definitely won't find it there in full for an hour and, and if anyone could minutes. find this documentary for it what yeah was there was it like again? a behind the scenes documentary we we genuinely can't find that one well, i mean actually i haven't really it was looked, on so uh, yes i'm gonna look as well i'm gonna there was a harder. making of documentary because yes. for those who don't know it was it was a co-production between Brett Michaels and Charlie Sheen. Yes, that Charlie Sheen. So if you could only imagine what sort of fuckery was afoot. Exactly. So yeah, check that out. It was it was fun. We enjoyed uh, having our Paul Shear and Diane June Diane Raphael moment. Yes. Took me a minute to remember her full name. The thing that, man, they cover some movies too on their show where I'm just like, I love this movie, damn it. I, you can love bad movies. That's the joy of media. Not everything. Not everything. That's the thing. You know, I, I'm starting my rants a little early today, but I just want to say, and I'm not that I'm preaching to the choir on this one, but you know what I really fucking hate? Somebody that's like, oh, I hate reality TV. Man, fuck you. Not everything needs to be, you know, deep. Enough is going on in the world. that you. And not everything I need to consume needs to be like truly intellectually stimulating sometimes you just want to turn your fucking brain off and watch people fight it's very it's we've had this discussion where i've now become much more open-minded when it comes to housewives and things as we have now three oh, seasons in our beverly you. hills which I is know. like what is going on but it's it's similar to a wrestling thing or a wrestling mentality yeah. where they say we're just disconnect like when you watch wrestling you know it's a show and it's like someone like me like exactly. i go into it i know like this is a character but in my head like i'm I know this person is great outside of wrestling as a person, but like they might be the biggest piece of shit in the business. I mean, we're not really that as lucky like a character. As a, they, it's a bad it's guy interesting too because I was just having this conversation. Just gotta disconnect. I was just having this conversation with Raven, uh, a guest. I think I forgot if she was on. She was on Charm School, right? Or was she? Or did she come for I Love New York? You're the one that knows all the. I details. don't remember, but either way, she came and guested on our show. Yes. She's at mainly Bravo on Very fun Twitter episode. and Instagram. Yeah, but she's a black woman right and she's been talking a lot about you know like bravo is obviously her thing at mainly bravo right and we were having a little bit of a conversation because she has her own podcast now that was Mm -hmm. bravo focused but just with everything going on in the world plus like in the bravo verse with all these people being super fucking problematic it's hard to really enjoy and then like the fandom can be kind of toxic sometimes if you are like a mildly progressive person and in a bravo fan space you can know like the standing of stassi alone is just oh like it's exhausting so you know it's it's hard to balance some of that with like trying to talk about the shit in the real world. And I was saying to her, I was like, you know, I never really looked at what we do here as kind of being fortunate, but like, you know, we're talking about shit that happened 13 years ago. Exactly. Where, I mean, granted, I don't know how many of these people have progressed in terms of their views, but they're not still, they don't still get like the level of accolade. They're not still being promoted and touted. You know, they're, most of these people are like has-beens for all intents and purposes. Like that sounds kind of mean, but you know what I mean? Like no, nobody really is checking for these people anymore. Yes. So it doesn't really matter that they were or are shitty as opposed to like now the, the shitty people that you're supposed to be talking about have a platform still. Yes. So that's got to be hard. So it's all about perspective, right? Very quick VH1CU news that is, I guess, like indirectly. It's basically public enemy news that's relevant to our purposes. Uh, Public enemy dropped a new song, like an anti-Trump song. I don't know. It's just satisfying to listen to. Not like the best thing I've ever heard. It's the beats pretty good. And it's not just, well, it seems like maybe not just him. Also kind of. Mostly him. Yeah, they might be throwing in some like. Cop Not gonna stuff, lie, but it's I did that, laugh. Yeah. I did laugh when uh, 
Chuck D called Trump an asturbator. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Never you heard that start, term before. Well, you also never really listened to them. I haven't. Like, Chuck D is, like, where you listen to continue on to the VH1CU news on top of the song is State of the Union. Uh, STFU. STFU. It's literally like, but, State of the Union, shut the fuck up! Yeah. It's very, Flav does that Stupid part. motherfucker. It's yeah. really great. It's If you just are really mad at Trump, like, just listen to it. and Or, like, you're mad at, like, the world, like, listen to it and you'll feel a lot better. And they also draw, and this was on BET Awards. I was going to bring that up, too, yes. but I did want to say first before we moved on to that, that Flav sounds old and out of breath. He does. He doesn't sound. He himself. sounded like that liquor's been catching up you to hear, him. Yeah. He sounds like he is not well. Didn't what? What did we say he had? Oh, I don't know. Was it liver failure or something? It what might was have remember been. when his kids had like the intervention or whatever? Yeah. And, and he, he was like, like trying refusing to, to stop. Yeah, yeah, he's got some health issues, yeah. so we probably shouldn't be so shitty about it. But yeah, they actually performed at the BET Awards, which normally I'm not really checking for it, but if. You happen to catch the performances, obviously, because of COVID. They didn't do, like, a normal award show. They did separate performances that were really the way award shows should go from now on. I just really like the style that, like, everybody got to be kind of creative. It was like a music video meets a live performance. Yeah. Obviously, because y'all know we stand Meg The Stallion. Hers was, like, very Mad Max inspired. It was really cool. Uh, I love Chloe and Hallie. The uh, baby did like a police brutality themed one that was really good. Yeah, but powerful when it opened because at yeah. first I'm like, oh, it's sideways. There's his head, and then you kind of see the knee, and mm-hmm. you're like, wait, what's going on? And it slowly pans back, and it's like, oh shit. I seriously check out the BET award performances, but the one most relevant to our purposes yes. is they did a remix of "Fight the Power." Yes. They brought back Flavin Chuck D. And they had, like, Nas on it, too, and, like, a couple other people. That that little boy who sang at the beginning was so good. I forgot the name, because, oh, shit. God. I feel was terrible. I the, can't put the names in. Was he the one from in. The Lion King? I don't know. He wasn't know. the one from The Lion King, was he? I don't know. I couldn't find his name anywhere. I should have probably tried a Because that's the thing. Harder. I don't remember seeing his name in, like, when you in click, the obviously, the description. Yeah. And, like, that's where I feel bad we're not giving, obviously, credit to the I others know, who performed sorry. in it. So, oh, like, and, like... I just don't have it when, open uh, not to take Two of the guys away. from The Roots... Well, Questlove, obviously, and Black Thought, because Questlove is one of... Is on my list of black entertainers who will show up to the opening of a letter. It's him, Alicia Keys, Common, John Legend. John Legend's, like, the king of this. Taking the banner from the original king of this was Stevie Wonder. Show up to literally anything. Anyway... It's it's very powerful. I yes. don't know if I was just like in a weird mood today, and no, not just because of the McDonald's, but I, I'm just in like a weird mood today, and like I swear to God, when the song started, I couldn't believe I was like like choked up. <laughs> Sonia is not loving it today. All right, stop. I'm trying to be serious. I know, I'm sorry. That like I was very genuinely moved. Like I couldn't believe like that Flavor Flav was involved in something that made me cry tears of like like it's, emotion this is where i say like you need to go that's when you listen to Nas's verse he pretty much just gives the props to that like that like all made me public a little enemy, that made me feel a little names. too even yeah, though he's Nas like, is it's because also. of you guys i'm able to rap you look at you know they're some of the early pioneers especially when it comes to like political rap and like really putting a or voice out terms, there like mainstream they're the next stuff. ones where i can yeah. picture like the crazy right-wingers that go like you're telling me public enemies political what like rage against I mean, the machine i don't shit? think so no, i don't I know. <laughs> they can't be that stupid i know but then again rage against the machine is like it's like a on, pretty bad fuck? one it's every song is anti no not gonna get into that i mean i don't technically give a shit if we go into it but like 
you know, people sometimes listen to this stuff to escape it. So we're not going to go too far into yes. it. But either way, it was a really, it was a very powerful performance because they mixed it kind of with obviously them performing it, all the people featured in it performing it, but also with like protest footage. Yes. That was just, it just was, I was surprised that I literally was like moved to tears by it today. I was, I was stunned. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm hoping this also now opens up your ears for just listening to Public Enemy more. You know, my thing about Public Enemy is it's, I obviously have a tremendous amount of respect for them. I'm not listening to rap to like think. I'm listening to rap to like shake my ass. <laughs> That's funny. True. I'm, I guess, I guess <laughs> I mean, I'm more I, the I, opposite. I love it. Like I, I love, I, I love it and I appreciate it and I absolutely see the value in it. It's just not what I'm there for. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've I'm not coming it, to music in general I've to really think. I'm, I'm coming. I just love Chuck D. I'm not coming to music He's to think. Man. I'm coming to music to feel. Yeah. So. Well, that's where it's like you never really listen to Rage either, huh? No, I. You know, as I'm like getting older and angrier, I think I might have more of an appreciation. Yeah. Yo. Once I recently, once I was like really pissed off at work one day, and I like veered into a, a punk, kind of playlist. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is fucking. Now I totally get it. I totally fucking get it why people like yelly, angry music. Yes. You know? Yes. Because I was in a music to cry Welcome. or to have fun. And like, I never thought about Is that gym music. music? If you're just oh. in a bad mood, yo, go in your car, oh. blast that shit and get moving. Ooh. Don't, don't speed. Don't go crazy. Just blast it and scream. Okay. On a slightly different note. <laughs> I, speaking of this, they what, actually, what, what, I have to say, Raging, I, I'm fucking pissed. I can't remember the name right now. I'll find it out. Again, but because I know I have their shit saved. Public Enemy and Rage teamed up, and they had like it was like Morello, Chuck D. Like they have like a bunch of members oh from both. Gosh. And I, I so mad I can't remember the name of it right now. You literally interrupted me to remind me of something that you that I can't remember. remember I know. Of? Like, hang on, I need to. It's all right. No, keep I... going. I'll, I'll announce okay, it in a minute so after you keep going. I just wanted to. It was like a very quick point about how I was thinking the other day. You know, in in my search of like who in the VH1CU has been, you know, speaking up or staying silent or whatever, that like, where the fuck is Buck Wild? She put up one video that looked like a police, not like a police brutality thing, but like a weird sort of like police bothering protesters thing. And other than that, she's been radio silent. I mean, maybe she's just going through some personal shit in her life. We don't know. It's tough I mean, to she, judge I stuff. mean, she wasn't radio silent, radio silent. Like, she was post not posting other stuff. Like, her feed is pretty low maintenance. But, yeah. I mean, and the, the one thing that reminded me is I was going through stories, and she put up a thing for Safari's Lip Chap, which, you know, support your friends, support small black female business owners. You know, I am totally get it. Absolutely. I just think that, like, as somebody who really crafted a lot of their identity, but also their public persona on appropriation the least you could fucking do is put up like a justice for brianna taylor thing that's true like would that kill you like goddamn black people gave you a fucking career quote unquote like the least you could do is fucking speak up for us i don't know that was just my weird no, it, it's true. It's, exa- it's a lot of the point. Like, you see so many famous people. You know, I know we're just doing this a little bit. Like, even someone like Justin Bieber, pretty much on like day one, Justin, came out. He's like, Listen, well, it like, wasn't day one, but it was. Well, yes. It was. It was a while in. But Justin Bieber's he statement. Understands he Justin Bieber straight up said. Justin Bieber, success. if you haven't seen his statement, straight up fucking said, "I would not be who I am without black people." Exactly. Yes. And if more people, because like that's why. Props to Justin Bieber for that. And plus, he's got a problematic-ass history, too. Yes. For a variety of reasons. Yes. But 
Reebok's statement was like that too, where it's like we would not be a brand without black yeah. people's support. Nike knows it too. Like Nike was more successful, but Jordan people need to fucking do this. Exactly. Like more people in in their life. I know we hate him, Who? but did JT ever say anything? Justin Timberlake? Oh god, I can't imagine. Because I know he was like, I cannot yeah. imagine. He is the devil. Yeah. Hold on. You know what? Now, now I'm gonna look. Even though this is so far from the point yeah. of what we're doing here, and we ha- we're on a time limit. Well, no. Keep looking because then I can go in and say I've the name of uh, the group is Prophets of Rage, and obviously it's the same kind of stuff. I mean, they're very similar. Obviously, Rage Against the Machine was more rock. Public Enemy is rap, but you combine the two, it's it's pretty cool shit to listen to. All right, fair enough. Justin Timberlake's posted like a decent amount since. Since uh, Blackout Tuesday, no, before then. Good. May 29th, he's posted. A I mean, he's someone as well that he understands. I mean, he shot. He didn't understand. make the kind of statement I would have liked him to Cause, make. Because yeah. Timberland probably reached out to him and be like, "You post- son of a bitch! I was no, there with your don't solo think he album." Cares? Like it's just whatever. Fuck Justin Timberlake, but that's not why we're here today. We're t- here today to be like fuck, fuck Brett Michaels because I y'all. Now, You're mad this episode, huh? So here's the thing, right? Obviously, as I've mentioned, I'm in like a little bit of a mood today. Yeah. We're transitioning to the episode. L- right. A little bit of a mood today. But we have finally reached the infamous Heather Tattoo episode. Mm. Now, this show first aired when I was 18 years old. Newly 18. Barely legal. I guess I must have been like annoyed about it at the time, right? Because everybody knows, like, once you're 18, like, you know that you want to get tattoos, but like, of course. people really drill into your head to like really think about it first. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody knows you're not supposed to get names of partners, at least. Yes. Like, you do it of like your family. Yes. If you have kids, you didn't. You can do that. Totally. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Watching it now, as an admittedly misandrist, 31 year old woman, I am disgusted. Like, the fact that he not only let it happen, but is, like, fully fucking rock hard about it is reprehensible. Reprehensible. I am just, I, we'll talk about it when it comes. I was going to say, we're, I just yes, wanted to start. It's a little bit and, into the episode. I mean, so. well, how did you feel about the episode otherwise? I thought, it's, as we go into now, is every time we get closer to the end, everything seems to get a little more serious. It's not as, like, yeah. lighthearted and jokey ha-ha stuff. Yeah. Like, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, like, some of these people got, like, mental issues, and... Also, New York's not here to, like, lighten the mood. Well, also true, yes. There's no <laughs> one like that. And it's, 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 things just get more serious, you know, and it's, as you said, we're gonna get into this more where, like... Some seem normal, but then, like, you see Sam shit coming out a little bit more again. It's like, god damn, like, I don't know, I we're gonna get into no it, no no so. and this is not me hating on sam or yes. like making light of her issues at all if anything it's more just like i don't think that it's as much like she's got serious issues as much as it's like it's a really stressful environment and it's not conducive with who she is as a person that too like i think that it's 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 that deep but it's also not that deep yeah i've actually what kind of she... come around on sam mostly nice. She, I forgot what she does later on this episode. It'll make sense to me in the yeah, stream. Yeah. No, thing. we'll get it. Okay. Oh, I know what it is, but I'll, we'll so, get yes. to it. Also, I wanted to talk about, too, before we get into it. It was like the fucking Jess show this week. Well, yeah, she has to be. She, when you look at the I early mean, episodes, this is where I know, like, we said, oh, Mia's never on. And then, of course, they show her once and it's the episode she goes home. This is where, like, 
Jess was consistent top three every week, but she did not get a lot of time I, outside of the football episode. I don't think I have like a little bit more, I don't want to say like negative view than that, but like more cynical, I guess, is that like, obviously all of this is structured story wise yes. once the season is over. Of I think that like they've reached this point in the season and spoiler alert, they're like, we have to make her likable if she's going to be the one who wins. Yeah, if she's going to be in the finals or anything, yeah. It's yeah, so like, if she's going to be at the end, she's yes. going to make it to the end of this, we need to yes. really sell her to people. Lacey's the bad guy. And after you've spent all this yeah, time kind of like establishing her as being like standoffish and stoic, you yes. need to just like do a lot of work to build up people's like ability to root for her. Because it's like, it's... As they brought up with Mia every week, Brett's like, you know what? I still haven't just connected yet and this and that. But Jess's concern, Brett never says it, but Jess's concern is like, you know, sometimes we don't talk too much or I mean, it's like, I don't feel hard. like I've connected. They've been on a few dates but now also and stuff. It's like, but how the fuck she's, what, could 22? they connect? Right. Like she's half his age. Like, what are you connecting on? It's, He's yeah. old enough to be your dad. Like, what is there to realize? And again, I really don't want to like age shame, but it is kind of predatory on his part. I guess with the whole premise of the show and stuff, it gets kind of like that. I mean, the premise of the show isn't inherently predatory. It's predatory when you're not choosing women your own age. And it's also kind of like, not a power hierarchy. What would the terminology be? Yeah, like a power. He's in control in a sense where he has the power, which makes I mean, that's always what we said about Flav. Yeah, exactly. And it goes to show where, I forget who it was on Flavor of Love, but it's the one that was like, I don't want to go home. And it wasn't to be like, I want to stay on the show and try to get him. It was the like, yo, I don't want to go home. A lot I, of people. I can't that remember was, who the fuck it was. It was a lot of people. Yeah. But I think there were a couple of people in particular where it was very obvious that it was like, oh, that's kind of sad. I mean, but then again, like we've said a million times, we nobody at this point knew what social media was going to become in very terms true. of their stardom. Like the, the most you could hope for is one, what New York got. And two, like being like, you know, exactly. even Taylor Tequila show wasn't a thing. At this point, yeah. she's still just like MySpace. You want to, yeah, they want to spin off her like a book deal. They want the ability to, I don't even think that, I think that's Maybe not a book deal. Huge. But... Like, I don't, I think they probably like, they're the long shot goal is to become like actors and actresses and musicians yeah. and models and whatever but really i think like the more realistic goal is like i want to get paid to make press appearances i would actually like to see a book come out like nowadays maybe about like some sort of a reflection of thing like it could be like on like that's where i look at as where is know, the memoir tiffany oh my god a new york book i would oh, oh. I doubt she'll ever we hear do, this, like, for the love of God, about, someone I, I bet she would. I bet you she fucking would. Someone reach out to really her and say, please, story. let's get, like, a full-on, yes, I'm a, not just the show, life story, you know, tell us your upbringing, you know, but it's like your mom's obviously going to be in the book mother. a little, yes, exactly. <laughs> but then, like, obviously the main focal point could be the shows and, like, no, where her life's gone be, since. Like, her life, I just want it to be all of her life. Like, I just think she's a really fascinating person yeah. with, like a really interesting perspective on things like i just would love a new york book she is someone because some of these i go like oh man i'd like no, to hear some books and stuff. she's the one no because i think like, she managed to like build a this real she is like one of the most significant reality like obviously oh she I has would, a following i like, would all say celebrities love her. i would argue and obviously i'm significantly biased but like outside of bravo she might be the most significant reality star I don't think I can argue that. 
I mean, you don't have a ton you know of reality, reality TV. TV you don't have a ton of reality yeah. TV recall. But, but I think of listen, like, y'all, sound off in the comments if you're big into reality TV like me. If there's somebody else that you think that like is up there with New York in terms, I mean. There are other people that are very famous. Think? Like I would put like a Big Ange, not in that, not to that level, certainly, but like Big Ange is like a really recognizable. See, that's person. where I look at like, like you think Survivor, Big Brother, Bachelor, Bachelorette. Think none of, of those people exactly outside I of their myself, universe. The only guy I remember is like I don't know his last name, but the richer dude because he was always he was naked, naked, but and where he the fuck had, is he? And he went to like jail or something. And What's that's And then, only but thing then I, I think a lot of people. Oh, and who Cam went, because she's on which call it. But that's Bravo. Yes, exactly. But I'm talking about, like, the thing is, for Tiffany, for Tiffany. I think she be, surpasses all of them. No, but the thing is, because a lot of these other people who went on to be, like, bigger names, got their start, for getting their start as reality stars, yeah. had to, like, have some other relationship yes. to become that. Like, there's, like, Elizabeth Hasselbeck started as fucking, well, not that she's anything now, but, like, she started as a contestant on Survivor. Yeah. And parlayed that somehow into a And she's ma- I don't know career. which one she's married to. One of the quarterbacks. Matt Hasselbeck, probably. Is it Matt? Yeah. I forgot the brother's the name. name. There's two. Oh, I've, I'm pretty sure. It doesn't matter. Either way. Yeah. She fucking sucks. But like, oh, and you know. the only other one I can argue as well is The Miz. Because okay, he that's... was real. Like, to go he, from but that. But the thing is, he like parlayed. Well, then no. That's arguable. He had no. two. He went yeah, real no, world. Right. Then he went to also Tough Enough, which is another reality show yeah. with wrestling. And, like, when he was first, I mean, I don't know if you, I've ever shown you early Miz stuff. Like, he was like, wow, this guy, you know what? He, he went through a lot of a, shit. He's, he's not good, though. Like, we'll see what, what happens. And now too. he's a stud. He was on, uh, what was the the challenge, too, right? He, that was his thing. Real for a World Road Rules? Yeah. He might have been on one or two of those. I know that Johnny guy's is still on him. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, oh, oh, you know what? <laughs> Snooky. She oh she's noticeable. She surpassed and posting a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff too. So like we stand. Yeah. And I was laughing Dope. with uh, Pauline's sister about it because her kids, all three of those fucking kids, dead ringers for her. Gianni's jeans did not have a chance. <laughs> I've said to Pauline's sister that I was like, yes, fucking <laughs> reverse colonize those fucking jeans. <laughs> yes. Good for them. I stand. She is someone, yes, you are right. I she's realize that she's up noticeable. there with, right. She is like, I, I would actually argue so, she's probably a bigger name than New York. But New York, if you somehow Second place below Snooki. Please, for the love of God, start writing a book. I don't want, I hope I don't Google and like she has one, but I want like. No, I would know. Yes, you, that's I love, true. Not, I, between We'd probably my own love three York, copies. Between hard, my love for New York and my love of digital. celebrity memoirs, do you think that I would miss no, a Tiffany New York Pollard publication? Absolutely so, not. P- so please, we should just start a whole fucking movement online together to do this. Again, I think change.org has bigger fish to fry at that the moment. That is true. No, very <laughs> true. All right. But let's, let's all right, get into so the we've episode. Into, yes. Although we're like, this one this one can't possibly take three yes. hours, and we're but already off about those the fucking news, rails. Yeah. We start talking about New York, and we'll stop. I know. So we are Rock of Love Season 1, Episode 8, titled Super Fan Challenge. Once again, no more creative titles, but at least it's simple to the point. We know what's coming. So we start off as usual. I completely usual. forgot that this was like a thing that happened. <laughs> I have no recollection of this episode whatsoever. Really? No. Well, besides the obvious, like, yes. significant. Well, moment. we open up as usual. Ladies waking up in the morning, brushing their teeth, talking. Jess saying, and Lacey being civil. Yeah. That was weird. Saying there's only five of them left. And I thought it was kind of weird, and I kind of noticed it 
I don't know if it was last week where it kind of started, but Big John almost seems to have more of like a... An attitude. Yeah. Did you? Oh my God, I thought that was just me. No, I wrote it because he comes in. He just He's goes, like, hey, Here, here's your note. Drops it on it the ottoman leaves. and leaves. Yeah, I'm like, I uh, get we're getting closer to the end, but like, why is he being a dick all of a sudden? What's ev- what's on? everybody's fucking i guess brett's life has been so chaotic for so long that he's like the only one that has not changed like the slightest but big john and big john's his security guy and like because you see it too even at when they're giving out passes at eliminations like he just kind of stands there has a face on him and shit like he never smiles he never really does anything well he does well not lately last episode like the challenge the bus challenge was kind of funny he's like come on let's go like he's involved in shit like it was funny like now maybe because brett's got studio time and things are happening he's getting more into like like, serious bodyguard mode yeah understandable cool but come on bro like i thought that was just me okay good no that was 100 percent. heather reads the note some of my kick-ass fans took a long flight to this rock star city to spend the night. They came all this way to let me know who's going to stay and who's got to go. They, they got some questions about the time we've shared. They'll want some answers, so be prepared. I don't know why that line made me think of Jumanji. <laughs> just felt very Jumanji. Now I just start thinking Lion King. No, Jumanji. Whenever I hear be prepared, oh, true. I start thinking Lion King. Uh, you know I love my fans, so show some respect. Someone's going home, and they're going to help me select. I guess this is the equivalent of the Bridgie New York mm-hmm. episode, where you know the the person who's really close to them comes in, or the person they have like a prior relationship with that'll bring out a little bit of jealousy and has a little like you know jealousy on both ends, like wow, like you know, getting them to pit them against each other. Jess is fully disgusted. Jess. I don't know why. Like, we got Jess's thoughts on everything this week. And she's like, oh, I can't help but think they're going to be some big-haired 80s girls that look like, oh, Heather. It was kind of funny. No, I was laughing my ass off because I'm like, this feels very like how Gen Z is just like fucking ripping on us millennials all the time. Like, Jess the millennial is ripping on Gen X. That's like, yeah. Like Heather's old ass it's at a solid every, 31. It's every generation. We do get a montage of Heather's hair moments, although she outdoes herself this week. Have to. I know. What was the hair? The saying? Big hair? The bigger the hair, the closer to God. That's what it was? Yes. Heather says in a talking head that she's pretty sure Brett's super fans are a bunch of hot girls. Cool by me. I'm not jealous. And it's like, yeah, of course you're going to think they're great because you assume they're all like you. She's probably going into it. Yeah. Oh, man, they're going to come in. They're going to love me. I have. I have well, I'll get to I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to. We'll, we'll put a pin in it. So Lacey says she's excited, but she's a little bit afraid about what they're going to ask. And Heather's like, well, I'm fine with it. But Sam's definitely going to have a problem with it. And Lacey's like, yeah, she's just too shy. Well, we also all kind of anticipate Sam having a tough time with this. I mean, Sam's going to have a tough time with everything. <laughs> it's not like an emo sit in your room and read a book challenge. Like Sam's going to have a tough time. True. So. Jess says for the first of like several hundred times that she brings this up that she's really excited to have outsiders come in the house because they're going to get to know Lacey and they can tell her themselves like it's like an outsider's perspective that like Lacey actually really sucks. Yes. And that Brett doesn't have to just hear it from the same girls every day. Well, yeah. like at the like, Here's people you kind of trust, Brett. Because despite the fact that Lacey is you. really terrible and has demonstrated it time and time again... And probably the fact that the producers are making her stay should yes. be, like, a little bit of a flag, too. But, like, I could, in Brett's defense, you could argue that it's, like, 
Lacey is competition, so they would have something to gain by yeah. getting her out of there. Jess tells Sam she's excited that they're going to talk to Lacey because and Lacey's going to fuck this challenge all the way up. And Sam's like, good, because she sucks. And then we get the same clip of Sam last week calling Lacey a cunt. Was it the same? Uh, cut? It was exactly the same. I, 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 I was like, "Yo, like Sam in these sidehead interviews." I know. Like, I thought the mean. same. I thought the same thing, and then I went back. I'm like, "This sounds like very familiar." And I went back and like found verbatim. Like, Holy Lacey crap. is a nasty, mean, dumb, fucking cunt bitch girl. Wow, she's a fugly slut. Do not. That would have been a better joke to make with them last week. You Why slut. am I making this joke now? Anyway, so uh, Jess says to Sam that it's a challenge that's going to work in their favor, and Sam agrees. All these are standing in like the main foyer. I don't know. I, this house. It's like the no... elimination. No, it's the elimination area. It is, but there's not like the whole. But it's not the elimination setup, time, right? Yeah. And I guess their marks are probably just their marks, regardless. Yeah. So, Brett and Big John are standing there, and. All the ladies are dressed and ready, and Brett tells them that he has an important... Today I have the important subject of all... I have the most important subject of all for me. Passion. Especially the passion I feel about my fans, which is absolutely the most important thing to me. Well, it's what every artist is going to say. It was a very Trump-sounding sentence. Although, real quick, how awesome would a reality dating show like this musical be? Because when you just said, like, are you ready or whatever, in my head, I just went, are you ready? And I thought to myself, I was like, man, like, you could make a musical comedy out of, like, I'm a dating surprised. show. I'm sure someone made something. It's probably like, like an off-Broadway thing. Or I like, wouldn't yeah, even say like off-Broadway, a, probably like a student production independent. type thing. No shade to that at all. No, not at all. I would love to see one. I mean, right. I mean, look if, at what. If you know of somebody who's making yeah. this happen or if you make it happen. Look at that um, fucking school that did Alien and how awesome that was. Yeah, this high school near us did um, Alien. The musical. Yeah. I think we didn't Sigourney get Weaver it. met them and stuff. Sigourney like, Weaver yeah, went. went yeah. yeah. That's but awesome. So creative. Anyway, so today he's got with him uh, three super fans, girls he's known for a long time. <laughs> and they're just laughing because I assumed at this point they were going to be like older. I mean, That's I, couldn't, what I, thought. I couldn't tell how old they were. Well, I have a theory. Again, I have a theory on it. Put a, put a pin in it. But I just laughed. Like I wrote in my notes because I assumed, like I said, they were going to be older and I can't tell how old they are once we see them. Yeah. But like... <laughs> probably tiktok people or twitter people it's like it's not a girl it's miss toller oh my god <laughs> that's all i could think these are girls like none of the not, nobody you're talking about here no. is a girl well one of them well i know we're gonna get into it because right now he introduces them we'll go right, one so by gonna, one and say so they're gonna come down and have a field day with you all so brett says in a talking head that it's time to get serious he's got to start weeding out the ones who aren't here for me big john goes up to the front door because it's so fucking confusing to bring the ladies down and they put the diva fan on these ladies like it's not even just an effect like they fully just put a fan on them to have them like walk down in slow motion it was whatever funny. the first one we meet is amy she is the most expected yes that's what i thought definitely the most what i expected one of his yes. fans look like she's like a little bit plainer looking version of jenna marbles i thought okay yeah just and but like certainly on the younger end of what i was thinking but still she's the most of what i expected there's a side view of her later i mean i'm not saying she i was like she's very she looks a, i mean obviously not the same but like she had a, a brandy c look to her at one point 
I could see that. There was because I was I pausing that, to write yeah. something and it was a side, and I was like, "Oh my god, like that's creepy." Oh, I never. I, you know, I feel like I clocked that, but I don't really like it. Didn't really register, but I yes. now that you're saying it, I can see. What and you're I saying. wish we got a little more. I could, I called them the next. Oh yeah, the Chiron thing. screens. Yes, thank you. So uh, we don't get a ton of information about them. No, nothing basic. but a good time is playing for her. Which I was like that. These song choices were uh, particular. Yes. Because she got nothing but a good time. So I was like, that's a little, feels a little point, pointed, I don't want to say. Like a like good time girl. Yes. Shady and editing. Because she is a 10-year Poison fan and still sleeps in the first t-shirt Brett ever threw to her. See, now I have an issue with, when I see, well, we're going to get to that. Her not as much as the other two. Because when I see, like, 10-year Poison fan, I start thinking to myself, all right. Let's, let's looks, do some math. <laughs> she looks, what, mid to late 30s? It's tough to tell. And that's exactly. Because the next one, you I definitely think she looks younger. How, how many of us were caught off guard to find out that Heather was 32? Yeah. But I look like, like to say, like, a huge whatever fan, like, all right, how he knows these women, so who knows? it's 2007. We're subtracting 10 years. That gives us 1997. Yeah, and Poison, Poison was, was already... They were, well, they were still famous. It's also a year before uh, A Letter from Death Row. <laughs> but their prime, if I'm, you know, I want to say is like late, late 80s, 80s or early, early 90s. 90s. Like, that's where they really caught, I want to I believe. I could, Which is going to make even less late, sense as we start know. to meet the other fans. I guess the, that's I guess, I mean. well, okay. I'm I mean, gonna you say that I know I keep fan at any time. I keep saying put a pin in it, but I put a pin in Let's it. Let's get into the next. Also, one. she's from Pittsburgh, and yes. Brett gives her a very long hug. I also had a thing where I thought maybe she's the baby mama. No, because she seemed we, kind of the leader. We literally, of just I know we went her. over this before we. I knew this. Oh, you took these notes first before we watched yes, the movie. Because you mentioned got like, it. oh yeah, well, got it, got it, got it. Christy is like the baby mama. This that, and I froze, and I'm like, God. Oh, like that throws off my whole conspiracy. Actually, I actually should have taken a better look because I had like questions about this next one that we meet. Kai. Kai. Because Kai. Kai, yes. I was waiting for you to do that. Why would I want to go with Kai? (laughs) Or be with Kai? I can't remember the line. I haven't said it in so long. I know. I haven't seen my brother-in-law in in a long time. (laughs) I've never heard you say it to Tyler. Really? No. Oh, I used to do it all the time in the back of the day. I bet. Anyway, the next person we meet is Kylesa. She is, in my opinion, the prettiest of the three of them. She is, so I wrote down, like, dark hair, thicker, because they do, like, make a point to do, like, a full body, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And by thicker, I mean, like, in the same way that we all thought Bridget Jones was fat in Bridget Jones's diary. Just, like, the other women are just really thin. Like, she's just, is, yes. like, curvier. And she's, like, a little bit of, like, Amy Lee meets Britannia, but like a little bit more toned down. Yeah, I see that. So as I mentioned, she's the thicker one. And it took me several seconds after I wrote that to realize that they're playing unskinny bop for her. Yeah. Unskinny bop. That's, that's my poison jam. Very catchy. But I just think it's interesting that the thickest of the three of them gets unskinny bop. That's all I'm saying. Shady editing. So she is a five-year Poison fan, which I wrote not that long. See, that is my issue with this show. I mean, it's 2002. She's young, though. So I get maybe she just got into Poison at 19. I mean, listen, <laughs> I am, what, a three-year Motley Crue fan? True. 
No, so, that's true. Who knows? Or and we all, she we named her music cat later. Poison. And I'm like, this is how low the bar is for a big Brett fan. And then it started to occur to me, but I'll wait till we get mm-hmm. to the next one. They kiss on the mouth. Yeah. He does that with every woman. Apparently. This is why, like, that interview like where they Greg were Kinnear. like, how do you think this show would go in, like, a Me Too culture? And he's like, I didn't make anybody do anything. Like, they had the option to leave. And I'm like, that's a weird stance to take on that subject. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Where it's like, you're just going around kissing every woman on the he, mouth? He's like, I mean, obviously they don't want to, but, like. It's that Modern Family episode with Greg Kinnear. He literally greets every single woman that's in his right, life with yeah. a kiss on the lips. Okay. Diversifying the references a little bit. I'm trying. Sam looks like she wants to murder them. Yes. Even by Sam's standards, she looks like extra miserable. Every time she walks in the room, they should play that song, Hey Jealousy. The next one we meet is Allison. Yes, we know what song it is. Thank you. Allison is the next one we meet. She gives me... I don't know why I went on like a bunch of oddly specific things for her, but it was like, she looks like... An ugly girl in like a 90s, early 2000s teen movie that literally they just take off the glasses and suddenly she's like, pretty. This is why you've But also we watch her. We we started her feet when she walks in the door. Very Quentin Tarantino. But we started her feet and she looks very unsteady in her heels, which Mm -hmm. I was like, it's taking a little bit of your threat level away. It's true. (laughs) Like, I'd be a little less scared of you. I feel like they want that. Like she she could be more of like just a rock chick that doesn't necessarily always dress this way. Well, interestingly, the song they pick for her is Talk Dirty to Me. Yes. I don't know why I started to do it the Jason Derulo way instead of the poison way, which is the reason for the season. On the Chiron, she gets that she is a four-year Poison fan, which 2003. Yeah. And she once threw a rowdy fan off the tour bus. And I'm like, this very much validates the fact that when I first saw her, I thought big Stephanie McMahon energy. What? No. Yeah. How dare you? How dare I? I love Stephanie McMahon. Brett makes a point to say also that he like tells the ladies like the contestants i need to differentiate because i've got like ladies like the fans and ladies like the contestants Mm. which is insane that we're even qualifying women this way but he tells the contestants that he got to being friendly with her by talking about music and that's when sam looks like extra pissed because that was like her bonding thing Mm -hmm. with brett and sam says in a talk again "Uh uh-oh these girls are really hot and that's intimidating to me and i'm like really come on so they're not anyway i mean they're attractive can we we lead into my i'm ready to lead into my theory now okay and i've been saying put a pin in it put a pin in it here's my thing so i was like they haven't really been fans for very long so my initial theory was well i guess it makes you a bigger fan that you're not that you're not just a fan of brett as the lead singer of poison while they're like topping the charts Mm -hmm. you're a fan of brett while he's like Brett Michaels band. Fucking touring at your random house of blues. Mm. You know? So then I was like, but also, this is like a little bit younger than I would expect. Mm-hmm. And a little prettier than I would expect. Which makes me think. See, and then I, I, I would and agree then, of with course, that. I, and, I mean, like a little pretty. Like, Dude, I'm not, the I'm lead not going, singer I'm not going, still a poison. But, I would, but if you think about like, I feel like you're either, oh, this is going to sound but like either you're like a really big fan of something or you're pretty you're not typically both <laughs> i say that as somebody who's like a really big fan of a couple things so you know he was without sin cast the first stone but i then started thinking 
because like you know i tried to search i mean obviously there's not a ton to go on and like yeah. you can't really look up amy from pittsburgh no. and i went through brett's who brett follows and he only follows like a handful of people which i have a thing about later on i mean i guess i could do it now he's not following any of the women from rock of love on social media not even the ones he's like friends with or whatever i just thought I'm it was not a terribly little surprised I mean, i'm not shocked but i was like oh this I mean, way least, can't like, be like not even lacy like i was a little bit uh. Uh, not even lace i think flav at least it follows new york i would assume well new york, i didn't check new york. that's true new york new york uh, but i was like maybe he's like because these women are such big fans and they were brought on the show that he would like follow some of them so i and then i looked up i keep wanting to call her kai it's it's kylesa is kai's full name kai. but i yeah. keep wanting to call her kylina which was my iud <laughs> oh my god it's not to be shady. I just can't no, I like know. remember the name Kylesa, so I just have to stick with Kai. But I tried to look up Kylesa, and I couldn't. I mean, it's like a it's a very unique name, and it obviously I didn't have a ton to go on. And I couldn't really find anything. And there's also a rock band, a female led rock band named Kylesa, so it's like a little bit tough. But I was wondering if you know how these last couple people, because like Evo and the the football coach, like we mm-hmm. weren't able to find them anywhere. Like, what if these are like paid actors? Yeah, to make Brett like look good, that he would have like a younger demographic than you know. Because I think about it like in terms of music and lyrics. Like, if you go to a Brett Michael show for anybody who watches Real Housewives of Orange County, and I, we got tagged in a video. Who made this fucking video? Hold on, Bravo fangirl who I who I love made these videos that were like a mix of rock of love and shannon bedore the time that she like was like i'm gonna leave this party whatever it was like one of those early in the season things where they all have to get together to find something to beef over or whatever and uh she's like i have to leave because i'm going to a brett michaels concert and she's like fully dressed like brett michaels at the <laughs> like she has like a bandana and she's all got like shit. the vision fully dressed like brett michaels to go to the concert and um that's a super fan oh wait was that or was it the other way around either way it's like a mix of shannon bedore and brett michaels and rock of love whatever so i would picture that more so yeah that i mean like shannon's pretty but like you know i mean i've been to like crew fest awesome show by the way and it's kind of like as you're saying the typical look you see is like the rocker chick as opposed yeah. to, like, it's not like this. This it's isn't like necessarily, but Cut off again, sleeve, maybe rolled up shirt. To kind of veer off of that a little, because that's what we need to be doing right now, to- is Brett did, I think at this point, probably start to make, like, a little bit of, like, a country music turn. Yes. Where that would maybe explain this fan base a little bit better. That's true. No, that's a good point. I don't know why we're going so deep into this. It's probably, got, they're probably just like regular fans. The Brett just Michaels like conspiracy pick, of like, fandom. You know? They probably just like picked the yes. better looking of his fans and just flew those girls Could out. So anyway, Brandy says in a talking head that her first impression of these girls is a uh, bitch, bitch, bitch. And I wrote, guess we all handle being intimidated in different ways. Because she, then Jess follows it up with, could there be any more sluts in this house? And it's like, well, y'all are the majority. So... But it's, oh, oh, that's, you never watched Friends. I know. That's why I made the inflection. I know the reference. The Chandler? I know. Okay. I know the reference. Just because I don't watch Friends doesn't mean I live I in a friends-free universe. I'm friends with lots of white people. How would I not know Could Friends references? That's true. <laughs> I'm married to you. Brett tells them that his three friends have been around him for a long time. So they're here to help him resolve any unknown issues, any X-Factor issues. 
He says in a talking head that the super fans are going to ask some questions and find out which one of the five girls is true and which one is phony, which I'm like, there's still three left. <laughs> yes. <it's> a- <laughs> and uh, they're going to help him find out who's ultimately got what it takes to be my girl. So one of them at the end of this is going to win a date, whoever performs best in the interviews, whatever. And Lacey's like, are you kidding me? I'm getting grilled by these girls. I'm the queen of intimidation and you're going to try to intimidate me. So I think this one's going to be easy. And I'm like, queen of intimidation where, bitch? If somebody confronts you, you back down so fast. Like, you can scheme. You're the queen of scheming. I'll give you that. But like, don't try to collect titles that you have not earned. Huh? Brett leaves and it becomes like this awkward ASMR moment. I was joking with Mike before, like the the drag race on Tuck Lounge where they're all sipping from the cups. Uh, They're they're just basically clearing their throats and looking around awkwardly. Amy tells them that Big John is going to pull them in one by one in a little bit to talk to them. But for now, they can just wait outside. And I'm like, outside where? And then they deadass mean outside. Like the out of door. Get your ass out of here. (laughs) And it's raining. Which, like, doesn't happen in L.A. anyway. It is pretty this funny is that- conveniently. Yeah, the one time they have to do this and forced to be outside, it's raining and it's cold. Yeah, so they all look fucking miserable. It's really hilarious. Not that I'm, like, laughing It's at like watching one of those, like, Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Yes. They Just turn like, it black and They white. all look like homeless puppies. Big John comes out and brings Brandy in first. Uh, the room is set up with black sheets. Because at first I was like, why the fuck are they making them wait outside? Is it some weird like intimidation tactic? But mm. really it's so they can get the room ready to like intimidate them for real. The super fans are all sitting behind a table looking very stern. It reminds me of the way they structured it for I Love New York a lot. Okay, yeah. Between the mansion and the presentations and yeah. whatever. Like it just was very much that. Like because the lighting too. I feel like they God, always I forgot about those presentations. So Brandy's led into this dark ass room or segment of a room, whatever. And I I didn't really write down too many of the outfits this week. This one just really made me laugh because it was just like a very weird thing in the 2000s that we would all wear like pretty like casual T-shirts, jeans and then like pumps, like heels. It just was a very weird time that that's what we thought like being dressed up was. Mm-hmm. And she's got that little bang, like, clipped into the bump. And, like, the t-shirt is, like, those thick rugby stripes. Like, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. So they literally, like, turn a spotlight on them, which is, like, very intense. It's kind of funny. They're being interrogated. Yeah. Yeah. So they ask her where she's from, and she says, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Mike was saying that her accent was, like, extra strong. It really stood out this episode. I don't know. To me, it just, she didn't sound any different than usual, but... They ask her what she does for a living, and she says she's a dancer. They ask her what kind, and she goes, exotic. I don't know why that answer just, like, really tickled me. Well, she doesn't want to- I mean, it's not wrong. It's not inaccurate. It just, it just, I don't know, just, like, the exotic kind. It's like, you know, like an exotic parrot. She's a dancer for (laughs) An exotic Joe. She does what you want her to do. Joe exotic. Yes. Remember? Like, that's how long quarantine's been, y'all. That was the beginning that of all this. That was a thing. I could tell that all these ladies were very nervous about being mic'd up at first because it took me a couple tries to like hear what he was saying. They were all like, so like, what are you, so where are you from? So really? You I thought it was- They were like really like, they were mumbling a lot. Like they hmm. probably stopped them at some point to be like, okay, y'all need to enunciate. It's <laughs> so, like, speak out loud. Yes. Kai goes, so you're just looking for a ticket like out of the strip club? And Brandy goes, so far, no. 
That yes, it was a little awkward. <clears throat> Bad answer. answer. Yeah. Bad answer. Amy asks, "Does she plan on dancing forever?" And Brandy says, "You know, no. I'm actually going to school to be an interior designer and an architect." Very cool. And, yeah, I mean, she doesn't really seem like she's doing that now. But you know, who who among us is actually doing what we went to college for? It's true. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Amy says, so, like, what do you want to design? Strip clubs? And I'm like, that was a weak burn. It was, yes. Also, like, what would be wrong with designing strip clubs? Yeah. That actually sounds like a cool specificity. And you'd probably make a good amount of money, too. I mean, maybe, maybe not. But Uh, I just feel like- you design, like, a really nice Wouldn't it be, like, interesting to do, like, groundbreaking architecture, but, like, for a strip club? Especially for a strip club? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I would love to see a lot look the same. It's like switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna Google where like the coolest strip clubs in the country are. There's probably, well, of course, I forget what it's called. The one in Atlanta is definitely gonna pop up. Well, Magic City. I don't know if I feel like in terms of, I mean, like in terms of experience. Oh, so you mean when you walk in, it's almost like being on like House Hunters. No, I just want it to be like a really cool, like what is it? I'm looking for a strip club with character. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But under like a four hundred thousand dollar budget. I mean, I've only been inside one, so I don't have a ton of experience. But I would assume that the, what's the one on the West Side Highway, the the Hustler Club actually. Hustler looks Club pretty on the cool. corner, yeah. That's what I, what's funny is I was gonna say like imagine if you designed Hustler Clubs because that one looks know, fucking cool. You can make ones that look like modern day, like I mean, as that one crazy looks like a medieval times. Look at like a night at the Roxbury <laughs> when we watched it. You yeah, know? like all they want to do is open a club, this and that, da da da. Like they, a little bit of what can I say? I want to say diversity because that sounds weird. But, like, changing it up a bit. I've been to a few with bachelor parties, shit like that. Mm. You know, and a lot of them just seem similar. Yeah. So, this lady tried to, like, burn her, but actually she had a brilliant idea. But also, like, why does Brandy actually answer this? Because she's like, no. Like, it's not a serious well, question. answer, yeah. I would just, like, laugh about it instead of, like, seriously answering it. So, Brandy says in a talking head, oh, my God, these little fucking bitches. Drill me on that. She keeps calling them little girls, and I don't know if that's just like uh, a passive aggressive shade thing or like does she think like are they that much younger than her because brandy's like 26 27 like it's probably just how she talks shit i guess it just was like they don't seem that much younger than you and if they're that much me. of a bitch you think they call them big bitches maybe she's like i don't hate them that much or they're just little bitches they're a little bit of bitches <laughs> so and fuck I- the stripping shame also. yeah well obviously Kai asked that if he wasn't some rich rock star, would you still be interested? And Brandy's like, yes, I would. And she answers quickly, like, good job for that. And she goes, but then, like, she fucks it up by going, I've never been with a rock star before in my life. It's not about that. And I'm like, what is you having been with? It's one of the, it's like, what's, has- that, what's that quote where it's like, I've never been rich, but I know I'd just be good at it. I don't know if I've heard that. Like. But- that's exactly the thing. Put in the universe not, for me. Not having a not having a rock star boyfriend before doesn't mean that you wouldn't want yeah. one in the future. It's something where like her heart's in the right place when she says it, but it's not the right thing to say. Yes, like she definitely like <laughs> meant super well yes. and just did a horror. Like and it don't matter what, if he's you know a rock star or just a um, regular crystal. Dude. Uh, no, was that her name? No, crazy. The model that talked a lot. Heather, that Heather, yes. crazy with a K. That, like, you know, where it's just like, your heart is in the right place, but God, you don't know how to answer questions mm. to sound sincere. Yeah. 
not gonna do it kai asks uh you just have like a perfect answer for everything like it just really seems like and allison's like i feel like you're just putting on a really good show for us and i don't buy a lot of what you're saying and i'm like how do you not buy what she's saying her answers are so bad that there's no way she could be thinking that and she just answered pretty quickly and normal she goes thank you for that statement yeah that was (laughs) and allison's like i don't really think you're like showing us who you really are and brandy's just like whatever like this is who i am that's it so kai asks if she's looking for a long-term relationship short-term relationship and brandy says she's looking for a long-term relationship and amy does this thing she does it throughout and it like gets on my nerves every time that she like leans over to like whisper something although this is the only one we hear her say something and she goes i think her hair is smoking and lo and behold the the way the lamp is positioned because they've got obviously like the regular lights plus the spotlight in their face they also have a lamp you know film noir right style above the head not right, right. above is not even do- giving it it's credit like literally at most six inches away at from the her most hair. Yeah. and at first i'm like they're just adding this for dramatic effect but then they show it from different angles her hair like there is smoke coming out oh, of you the top first of her head just, maybe it was cgi i think like, some of it is like probably mad or... no 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 no. i uh, think no i think that they literally meant smoke but yeah. i was like there's no way it's like that substantial that like th- we can actually see it. And I, I thought think that it they added to it yeah. a little. Well, I think that they must have already added it to it a little, but from a different angle, you can still no. It's a good amount of smoke. Yeah, no. And lo and behold, it's because at first I'm like, what's going on with her head that like that would even happen? But then she's like, the the bobby pins that are keeping her little front poof. Yes. Up. We're right. Under are the lamp immediately under the lamp, which is like if you know anything about bobby pins, they've got those little plastic bulbs on the mm-hmm. end and those are probably melting the metal is probably scalding hot yep. i can't even imagine how bad that fucking hurts actually i can't imagine because you know whatever i've been to a salon oh, yeah. rollers in my hair it fucking hurts so they ask her uh what makes her a better match for brett and she says that she's real she's honest and she has nothing to hide she says in a talking head that it is a fucking nightmare having these little girls drill you uh fuck you bitches and flips off the camera which is blurred for some reason even though we're watching it on yeah, we've seen boobs yeah I don't they know. want to blur out a middle finger well remember that one time they blurred out um i think it was brandy sees boobs in like the flashback when they didn't have it blurred out the first time oh. in the same episode we saw i think it's like post-production they get it sent with it blurred maybe interesting big john uh well once she leaves the room and big john just tells her to sit in the living room and wait Sam, like, is next, and they turn the lights on her, and, like, she kind of, like, flinches, and because she's so pale with, like, such blonde hair, I, like, deadass expected her to, like, go. <laughs> yes. I was, I almost did that same <laughs> like exact Like, what we do in the myself. shadows. So they ask her where she's from, and she says she's from New York. Allison asks if she thinks Brett has feelings for her, and she's like, I'm pretty sure he does. And Allison goes, what makes you say that? And Sam's like... I mean, from the way he looks at me and the stuff that we talked about. And I wrote here, it reminds me of Marcel the Shell. Oh, my God. Like, oh, I haven't watched those in a while. And we've got good stuff to talk about. Allison says, Brett's actually a pretty friendly guy. And um, he's nice to everybody. So if I was her, I would have pulled like a Monique from Potomac where it's like, oh, you don't have a home. Oh, actually, I have four homes. I would have been like. If I was Sam, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I think he likes me. And it'd be like, what makes you think that? It's like, because he's told me on more than one occasion that he really likes me. So you have to say. So, yes. Yeah. 
So Sam says that they connected on an emotional level because that she was feeling insecure about being in the house and dealing with a competition. And she doesn't, she doesn't, this is the only thing I wasn't really thrilled about the whole episode where she was like, I don't really do well with other girls. Like, it's hard for me. Just, I'm not like other girls. I don't have girlfriends because like, I just can't get along with girls. She doesn't say all that. I added that last bit at the end in case it wasn't clear by my tone. Amy leans over to whisper to Allison again and whatever. And Sam's like, I just want to tell these girls to fuck off so bad. I want to kick them all in their face and I want to walk out. She got pissed. I grow up a little bit. See? Amy says, as a rock star girlfriend, you can't disappoint him in bed. I want to hear your best fake orgasm. And I was sitting there like, you've got to be fucking kidding me i started because where did i write it to i don't know where i wrote oh yeah it says it says you can't disappoint him in bed and i just wrote first off shit is a two-way street and that sounds selfish as hell well that's true that's yes, absolutely exactly. true absolutely and then it's i just you just said but with the fake orgasm like, thing. It's like, really? But also, well, I mean, besides that. If anything, it, you're going to piss them off. I have like a one and a half that. point in between yours, which is oh. like, if the whole thing is you're not supposed to be disappointing in it. Well, I guess that would be like not a disappointment where it's like you, you, like you have to make him think that you enjoyed it. So you have to fake orgasm. Well, to make yeah. him think every time that he made you come, which is like, this is why. Oh, God, this is what's wrong with everything. society. Put in some fucking effort, people. Just, yeah. God damn. So Sam, I which I think is probably the most respect for I've had the entire season, like, goes, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Yep. And I'm like, good for you. Because a lot of other people would not have felt comfortable in that moment to do that. And it is. She, to say no. Yeah. And then to see, like, so you've never faked him? She's like, no, nah, like, I don't fake it. Which I was like, oh, my God, sex positivity icon Sam. Right? It's every show we have, in at least has one. In 2007, like, to not be out here faking orgasms? Like, Good for you, Sam. What? Good for you. So they, like, try to make her feel like shit for being too shy to moan in front of strangers and television cameras and a production crew and a national audience. So, like, she's- And she says, Sally. she goes, I don't need to prove anything to you guys. And when they and say they actually like, um, you do, actually yeah. you do, and I was like, "Ooh, she got y'all." So Sam says in a talking head that there's no fucking way that I'm going to give these bitches the satisfaction of possibly embarrassing myself in front of them. And I'm like, you know, good I, for you, Sam. That's in, it's incredible. Like literally, snaps, claps for your security level because I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have been comfortable to say no or yes. would have done it and just like been had to deal with it later amy says you seem like you lack confidence and sam says i guess so which is like that's a weird tone <laughs> to take for that and amy says but that's going to be a problem you need to be a pretty confident girl to date somebody in the limelight as bitchy as it is that is a solid point and kai says oh you seem like kind of out of it are you emotionally stable I was like, that is also very rude and personal, but, you know, reality TV. Everybody's like, I'm sure you're all listening, going, well, what do you expect? It's a reality show. I fucking well, know I was, that. I was going to even I say I know that. you were, you but get I some took these notes. I know, there, yeah. but I'm very impressed that she yes. doesn't feel the pressure to answer that. Parenthesis insert Which Mike's then, oh my God, here. and the most fucked up question of all is Amy's like, do you see a therapist? Bitch, are you trying to violate HIPAA out here? That's true. She, yes. I What's your damn business? So then she's like, Amy says, 
you know, Brett needs to date like a really strong, secure, independent woman. And I don't know if that's what I'm looking at right here. And Sam just goes, okay. Which actually is like very secure and confident. So the fuck off. Just kind of sick of the whole thing now. Yeah. She's like, I'm done. Yeah. Sam says, it's taking all that I have not to break down right here. This is probably my worst nightmare and no one should ever feel like they're taking that sort of abuse. Sam comes out of the room crying and into the living room and Brandy's like hugging her and comforting her. And Sam's like, I get that because this is how I am too, where like if I have something I really want to say in terms of like getting back at somebody for being shitty, but I can't for whatever reason, that is when I start crying. Like, because I get crying because I get like mad that I can't express myself. Mm. And that is like, I think that she is crying because she, one, it's like really an uncomfortable situation to be yes. in for a variety of reasons. She but probably also, just I relived think, a lot of fucking thoughts and emotions. Definitely that too. And they I, don't show us every question they ask because I think, what is it, Jess's that's really extended? Like the questioning? Like they show yeah. a lot and it's like, oh, okay, I wonder if they did this with all of them. Well, I bet that she, well, I'm sure that that was probably it, but also I think like certain people in terms of serving the narrative, but also she probably just gave really quick to the point answers because yeah. she didn't want to be there. That's true. And it just felt like it is like big hazing energy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's true. They're, it's, they're bullying a little, but it's like, as they say, you need to be stable and all this. So they need to try to break her down, I guess. Yeah. Brandy asks her what happened. She's like, oh, I hate girls. Oh, no. Well, first she says, like, I let those girls win and I really let myself down. Mm. So that's probably why she's crying, too. Yeah. She's like, I really let them get to me. So she's crying from having experienced it. But she's even more upset because yeah. she knows that they really got to herself, her. Yeah. yeah. So Brandy says the whole ordeal has definitely broken Sam down, and I don't think she's going to be able to take much more of this. Now, even if I didn't know how this episode was going to, like, if I didn't know who makes it through to the next couple episodes, mm-hmm. I would still be like, that was the moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely where Sam mm-hmm. for sure is going home. And Sam says for the first time this episode out loud like that, she's like, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to leave. Jess is up next. They ask ask her where she's from. She says Chicago. They ask her what she does for a living. And she says that she's a hairstylist and bartender, which I'm like, damn, girl, it's a lot of time on your feet. A lot of work. Mm. Your knees must be, right now, her knees must be fucking shot. Like. All you gotta do, put a prayer out to Meg the Stallion. Yeah, right. The patron saint of knees. (laughs) That's what it is. I'm coming up with like a prayer to say. I know, just like manifest uh, Meg the Stallion knee energy. Our stallion. Megan also, I I love. I thought it was interesting too. I guess because she figured with two weeks, but like, I guess knowing that she's a hairstylist and that her hair has grown out so much that I'm like a little disappointed. Like the, her roots. I know, but it's probably difficult for her because she's you have stuck access. here. You have, you're here for like two weeks. You have access to touch it up. Maybe she didn't bring stuff with it with her to do she it. She has access to it. She's like, I was thinking this whole time, if she's a bartender, then like, yeah, no, she's not going to have professional grade color to bring with her, but she could bring a little something with her, touch it up. Let her be. You're on television. I, I would have made sure my shit was pristine before I came. So Kai asks who the drummer is in Poison, which I don't know the answer to either. Nope. Oh, you don't even know. Okay, nah, good. I, I feel really. better. He's like the only member of Poison I know. That's I know the even... other guy, the C.C. DeVille guy, but I don't oh. know what he plays. Well, because he was on Surreal Life yes. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what he plays, though. I think he's the guitar. Watch him be the fucking drummer. I think he's a guitar. I don't think though. he's the drummer. He doesn't give me drummer energy. No. I'm going to guess bass player. Poison rock band. No, he's got to be a guitar player. He has to be. I take it back. I, I vote guitar I as mean, well. he's the second one listed. Because I think he's like the second most famous. Yeah, he's the lead guitarist. Okay, Okay, that's what I thought. 
So Kai asks if she can name any of their albums. She says she can. I think it's funny when this gets brought up because I because th- this episode felt both a little bit like I need uh this is a little bit Brigitte and New York, but also a little bit of like when Flav brought the rappers in. Yeah. Because it's like a little bit of that style of vetting. But like, again, like we said in that episode, which is one of my personal favorites of the ones we've done. I feel like it's kind of to Brett's benefit to not have somebody be a huge fan of what he's doing, because at least, you know, they're not in it for like idolizing yeah. you to the, not that that was oh, not God, Brett, I had like, posters of you on my wall and like it's right creepy, like i don't know if you like, could have obsessive. a relationship with somebody that you feel yeah. that that you dreamt about in that way the only one would be look what the cat dragged in because i'm thinking is i don't that know the one i don't know a single poison album i don't know a single poison album open up and say yeah uh, but no look what the cat dragged in was i believe the one when you google like top hair metal albums or whatever i believe it's like guaranteed top five i'll take your word i just for can't it. remember we googled know. it a while we ago. did I but remember. i don't remember they were up there amy asks about jess's lips and she says that they're jess says that they're injected and i was like see now that is good because it's i mean granted we have never seen her in person yeah. to vet it but like I mean, once she said it, it's not like I was like, really? But I was like, it's not no, it's not the first thing you think about when you see her. No. Like, it didn't even occur to me till now that it might have been it's the like, case. It's like Taylor on Housewives. Well, hers are full on implants. Like, oh, I were think, they? I think that oh, it's like a it very different. I think that was like a much yeah. more substantial. No, Jess's lips look pretty normal. I wouldn't say normal. Like, they definitely look injected, but they are. They they work for her. It's like when people get yeah, like no, a she, reasonable yeah. size boob job, like yeah. Teresa Judice's boob job to bring it back As to Housewives yes. for the eight hundredth time this episode. I think I've referenced f- we've referenced four Housewives, Housewives. franchises. Well, this might be our new thing to see if we do. Allison then asks, "I'm just gonna assume those are your real boobs." And Jess makes like a bitch the fuck kind of face. That's how I felt too. Well, I mean, I'm it was like, obviously a shady. Yeah. It was a shady comment. Boob but- size shaming. How dare you? I said no boob hate ever. <laughs> yeah, you're saying that because it's Jess. <laughs> no, no boob hate. Jess for has anyone, managed to serve. Jess has managed to exceed your uh, boob requirement. That's, it's not a boob requirement. Okay, fine how dare requirement, you? but like. It's one of your it's something top, I like. It's yes. one of your top favorite features that if she if you're still really into her despite her not having it makes it all that more impressive of her. Like it speaks to more of what she looks like. It's fun. Jess says, "Ah, uh, yeah, you stupid bitch. I wouldn't buy boobs and get them this fucking small." Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> it was very funny. Yes. Allison asks if she's a good kisser, and Jess says that she would say that she is. Allison's like, "Want to pick one of us and show us?" And she goes for Kai, which I said, good choice. Huh? And she says in a talking head, she's like, I'm not here to make out with girls. Ew. And they make out. Pretty substantial kiss, too. It was not yeah, like a. Uh, right in for it. Yeah. And Amy whispers to Allison again. And then they ask Kai how it was. And Kai's like, she's into the lip biting. Well, she also kind of. Fun fact about me. I've never kissed a girl ever on the mouth. All right. It's fun fact about me. Not that anybody fucking asks. <laughs> Because this was where, like, she goes back and they ask. And, like, I thought it was funny because she kind of, like, pauses almost with, like, a yeah. smirk on her face. It was like, all right, she clearly liked it. But then mentions the lip biting thing in the end. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, like, oh, good for you, Jess. It's one of those things where it's like you might, it might not be your, pre- maybe I'm just speaking for myself, it might not be your preference, but it just was lack of opportunity rather than lack of interest. Dude, yeah. Well, apparently Brett is into. I mean, are you shocked? Bunch of shit. No, no, of course not. I'm surprised you didn't make a comment about it. That lip biting. I will. No, I was gonna say. Well, oh, the two doing that, but then yeah, but then also because like Kai nice. is like prettier type. She's good. Too. Yeah. No, it was, it's like all right, nice, <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. That's what Brett says after Heather gets the tattoo, but agrees to it or something. I forgot. He says it at one point. I wrote it in here that he nice. says it with that same tone. Yeah, you and I'm like, like the cop from South Park, yo. But he says it with that same tone where I'm like, nice. this is a little bit bigger of a commitment than like seeing a chip. Is the teacher hot? <laughs> nice. Jess isn't a talking. Uh, she does another talking head about how she wants them to see Lacey for who she really is. So she. Uh, they ask her how it's going in the house with the other girls, and Jess is like, well, we're all cordial with one another just to get through the day, but I've had a lot of issues with Lacey, and, you know, I wouldn't choose to talk to her outside of the house. And Amy's like, oh, do you think she's crazy? And Jess is like, I have thought that, yes. Yes. <laughs> like, this is a deposition. Amy commends her that she was great under pressure and thanks her for her time. Jess isn't a talking head that she's pretty confident walking out of there and that she didn't present herself as something she wasn't. She did well. Heather's up next. I, I don't know. I laughed I, at this part. Yo, what what the fuck was Heather on this whole episode? Yeah. She was geeked up. I don't know what the fuck she was up to. So she, I love this about Heather that like she just walks in and she's like, "Hi, nice to meet you." Like like she's going to like a job interview. Yes, and no one acknowledges her. <laughs> yeah, she's also dressed like she's uh one of Gemini's twins, like the SNL sketch. We've referenced it on the show before. It was a very long time ago. The one that was like the knockoff Destiny Child with Maya Rudolph and Anna Gasteyer. That's how she's dressed. That's right. Just very, like, Heather really dressed for the 2000s. They ask her where she's from, and she says, Columbus, Ohio. Amy's like, oh, is that where you live right now? And Heather's like, no, I live in Las Vegas. So they ask what she does for a living. And Heather's like, oh, great. Now the bullshit stripper stuff again. I'm so sick of it. And Heather says the same thing as uh, Brandy, where she's like, oh, I'm a dancer. And Amy's like, what kind of dancing would you say? And Heather also says exotic, but then also says topless. Allison's like, does it embarrass you? And this was so sad that Heather goes a little bit. It is sad. That it's, broke it's, my heart. It's different times. Like, we've discussed. Definitely. It's, it's different times. And I think times. also, not even just different times. Like, in if terms you're an exotic of, dancer slash stripper or whatever now, wear that shit with pride. Well, I think it's not just... The vibe I got, and my, maybe this is just projection, but the vibe I got is not just that she is stripping in general but the, yeah. she is stripping at her age and probably given her educational background not that you know anybody's less that you know like only strippers are stupid yeah. but like you know what i mean that she came from like ohio state and like that this is where doing. her life yeah. is again never any shame about that well, do what you need to do to exactly. pay off your fucking student loans yeah Kai's and not asked, even the student loans. Oh, yeah. oh just like life, life in yourself, general. Yeah. Right, exactly. Make that fucking money. I mean, it's just easier to pay off your student loan. It's an easy way to do it. I mean, not easy, but... Leaving with cash. Leaving with cash at the end of the night, and I say this as somebody who's worked in restaurants, is like the best feeling ever. No, having nothing but like straight up cash in your hand. Like, oh, hey, here's... End of the day, here's 150 bucks. It's like, shit. That's great. And for them, like, you're working in Vegas at, like, potentially a very popular And she's, like, good at it. We've seen her. Exactly. And she's, like, exactly the kind of 
woman you expect to see at a certain type of strip she, club especially at the time she has that oh like, she's got the perfect look for it teenage guy is on the internet she's working at scores yes. in vegas which is it, like yes. a big deal yeah, scores is a very good strip club that's like a big name strip yes. club it's so like that's the like, David if you're Buster there on a club. prime fucking day like if you're there on a friday or saturday pretty much at any point and she's doing the gymnastics rocking. and stuff so yeah. she's like doing no, it good to for it. her kill the game yeah Kai asks her uh, why she's here, and Heather says to find love, and Amy asks, again, if she thinks Brett is her ticket out, like, this is fucking pretty woman or some shit, and out or like she's Anna Nicole, basically. Allison uh, then asks if she thinks that Brett would really want to settle down with a stripper, and I'm thinking to myself, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Well, I mean, besides, I mean, beyond that, but it's also, like, not out of the realm of possibility for Brett. It's not like he's you know a doctor not that it would be you know what i'm you know, you know what i'm saying settled with obviously stripper, we all cool. know that that's what i'm saying but it would yes. certainly it's not out of character for a rock star to date and marry a stripper yeah i mean if it's you think about like, it like later on like because around this time if a little bit earlier earlier i guess is when the what, the video vixen was that what they were called where like girls and music videos were well, kind of a big thing well it's more complicated than that because it's first of all it's more like like a hip-hop black oh, okay. thing yeah. but also it did start a little bit earlier and it's more more nuanced than yeah. that but well that's where i look well, at I mean, like, like also even like, like that white like if you settle videos. down with someone where you look at it's an object of sexuality i guess would be it or yeah. how they're always seen but to me it's like football players and cheerleaders rock stars and strippers like musicians and strippers it's just it's a pairing peanut butter and jelly you know, just makes sense. Heather is really uncomfortable, and she's like, why are we all being judged here? And it's like, well, he's without sin, cast the first stone. And isn't that, it's also judgy. kind of the show. It's also, right, the point. Yeah. You didn't want to be judged. You picked the wrong avenue for your yeah. life. I don't mean the you stripper part. I mean the, the reality TV. Yes. <laughs> I exactly. meant the reality TV part. Yes. Amy says, do you care if any of us have slept with Brett? And Heather's like, no, because I'm sure you have. You're all hot. I would fuck you if I were him. And yeah. I was like, all right, you're you're going look, you're selling. I don't know why I keep. Like, it was we, funny. I don't know why I keep airing into this voice, but it's like, you know, it wouldn't be shocking. But like, I think you don't need to like oversell. Well, that's like, also You're true. all so hot. I Why would he not take the opportunity to sleep with you? Like. Settle down. You were doing fine without all that. And Amy, for some reason, buys it hook, line, and sinker. And she goes, point for honesty. Yeah. Well, that's what I felt like. Amy reminded me of a little bit. Angela from The Office. Oh, my God. That's not who I was thinking. Like a rock version of Angela from The Office. I guess. Being a little more. Well, outside of this. Because we're going to get into like more of the. I don't want to call it one-on-one time. But where they all hang out afterwards. Yes. hang. Allison asks if she has any tattoos, and Heather's like, you know, I've never, ever wanted to get a tattoo until I got here, and Brett and I went out and got sushi one night, and I'm like, you know what? Let's go get a tattoo, and Amy's like, well, would you go get a tattoo tonight? And Heather's like, yeah, like, I'm going to get Brett on the back of my neck, and Amy's like, you're going to get his name tattooed on your neck. Yep. Heather's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So Heather's confident in her performance in her talking head that she thinks these crazy bitches like her. Amy thanks her for her honesty, says it's been fantastic and very refreshing, and then Heather does some last minute sucking up and she leaves. Last but certainly not least is Lacey. They ask her where she's from and she says Dallas originally, but she's lived in LA for the last two years. 
They ask what she does for a living, and she says she's a musician. They ask her to sing one of Brett's songs, and she's like, yeah, like, this is my shit. And she sings Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Again, she's got a little bit of that Lisa Loeb kind of quality to her voice, like the the supermodel i know that's not lisa Lowe, but the supermodel song from clueless <laughs> and but she does sound good the one part where she's like sings a sad sad song yeah. like i feel like that is a a subtle thing you can mess up to make it not sound that good but she had a good quality for that one i mean a particular big thing part. too is like she's going into this just randomly from sitting outside in the cold as opposed to like imagine her true, 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 warming true. up her voice going to the yeah, studio no, she sounded like, good she even especially well. given those circumstances she sounded pretty good yeah so we get a quick laughing talking head where Lacey's like you girls can't break me i know all your tricks i used all of your tricks and you're not gonna get me down amy's like would you be really surprised if i told you that nobody in the house likes you and Lacey's like no i wouldn't be surprised and allison's like and why do you think that is and Lacey actually gives a pretty good answer she's like i'm in a situation where i found this guy that i really like and i'm really gonna fight for him you know whatever good answer good answer good answer good answer Amy asks if she has anger issues, and Lacey's like, no, I don't have anger issues, but I'm aggressive. But then they show a flashback to her fight with Dallas, which is like, lie detector determines that was a lie. See, that is something I was kind of hoping more for on this episode, too, was a lie detector uh, to go with, like, the entire thing. I mean, I don't think they could do that again. But it sticks with every show. Like, they've done it too many times. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, it was just Flav, was it? It was just Flav, yeah. It didn't happen again on another one? Mm -mm. Are we sure? Or am they... I just getting fucking confused with other reality No, you shows? know what you might be thinking? They That might be it. But also, Sister Patterson did a background check on Teaweed. Oh, that, that happened. there were the yeah, results. So that true. might be it, too. True. Lacey says in a talking head that all the girls prior to me must have been talking shit about me, which is like uh, production yes, definitely put you obviously. last on purpose so they could do that. Yes. All the girls prior to me must have been talking shit about me, and it kind of pisses me off, and I'm not here to make friends. And Amy, again, is like, are you stable? And Lacey's like, oh, yeah. She's like, not a, no. Not even no, but like, no, it's also I'm not like, a horse. <laughs> it's also not a stable way it's to answer that question. Yeah. Amy then says, do you, th- do you think that you're stable? You think that you're stable? And Lacey's like, absolutely. And then they ask her if she sees a therapist and if she's on medication super rude super invasive but she answers honestly yes and yes amy asks if she thinks that brett wants a crazy volatile woman in his life and Lacey's like well i don't really consider myself crazy and volatile which then they show a flashback of her dragging jess into the pool and this is where i put in my notes where i i mean obviously we all know why she's kept on but I'm watching as like, this is why she's kept on the show, because they knew they're doing this interrogation thingy. They knew she's the one that I don't even think I don't up. think it's that. I think this is just like a bonus opportunity for her to thrive in her terribleness. Like, I don't think that they also kept true. her for this. I think that it was just a great opportunity for her to yes. shine, quote unquote, in all of her awfulness. What sucks about this interview is like, it sucks that like a lot of what they're asking her and how she's answering are like claims that are typically leveled at women who like show emotion Mm. but like it's kind of like a boy who cried wolf situation where it's like well like i guess kind of the reverse of that where like she's like the one case where it's true and she really is all of those things but like on paper it's like 
you know, if you're a woman, you've been accused before of even when you're being perfectly normal, especially if you're like a woman of color, but we all know Lacey's not. But like you will sometimes have it leveled against you that you're being really angry or whatever when you're really just being assertive. So I'm just like, it sucks hearing Lacey say all of this, but then like knowing in the back of my mind, like, no, you are actually almost worse than they are like giving you credit for. So Lacey says in a talking head that it's really starting to get to her, that everybody's saying over and over that I'm crazy and I'm completely the opposite of that. Amy turns to the other ladies in the back to Lacey and she's like, yeah, no, I'm not really sure that what we're seeing is like the real you at all. And Kai goes, Lacey, I think we're done. <laughs> and then Lacey does that thing that as, as per usual, where she's still like painfully polite, even though somebody's just dunked on her. Lacey says in a talking head that she's here to play a game. She's here with a strategy and with a plan. And they're mistaking that as I'm evil, I'm heartless, whatever, and I'm not. Once she leaves, the ladies are like, yeah, no, there's nothing good about her. Like, we fucking hate her. And as she's coming out into the living room, Heather asks how it went. And Lacey's like, um, I felt like it was pretty good. And I'm, you know, I'm really good at high pressure situations. So, like, it was, it, it wasn't terrible. And Lacey's like, oh, so how did everybody else do? And Sam just, like, kind of, like, laughs. And all her makeup is off her face now because she had her mascara smeared all over her before while she it cried. funny. She, like, just kind of looks at her and just like, <laughs> like, just starts laughing. Right. It's like, oh, shit. And then Sam has a quick talking head where she's like, like, shut the fuck up. This is hell. And I just wrote, major mood. Now that all the... Interrogating? Yes. Now that all this interview shit is over, they come out to hang out with them and Lacey says in a talking head that she's like, oh, I got to really kiss up to them because they're the ones who decide to get the date. And then the ladies pull like full like sorority scroll move where she's like, um, do we have to eat with our fingers or like whatever? Lacey's like, I'll, I'll get you guys forks and whatever. And Sam just fucking leaves. She's like, oh, no, I'm not I'm not here for this. And she's like, I need to stay true to myself and my emotions. And I'm not going to give anybody the pleasure of speaking with me because they don't deserve it. See, and the crazy thing is, is because now even after because I agree where all of a sudden she's giving them like napkins and like forks and knives or whatever. And then literally 30 seconds later, like. These women are really cool and just down to earth. And yeah, like I think that they just bullshit. in that moment, they decided to play the role of being. You had to be the aggressor, or like the I don't want to say the really asshole, mean. but it's what. It, yeah, the bully. Yeah. So they're all hanging out around the bar and Allison says she's like, like, they're just shooting the shit. And she's like, oh, I need to start a job. I need to fund for a boob job. And Jess is like, oh, I've got. She says that everybody at work calls her Beaner. I'm nervous about what the context of that is. I missed that part, I guess. Well, because she says uh, that their fund for her at work is the Beaner Booby Fund. Oh. Maybe that's her last name. Or no, it's, something to do no with it's Rickleff. Oh. So I don't know where Beaner came from, but I am concerned. Amy says that she wouldn't look right with boobs and that you're perfect just the way you are. And I'd be like, if I was Jess, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, No, she went, they went. Oh, she's a, right. Amy like fully was like leaning into sucking. She's up like, no, no, no. She's like, you oh, look I, fucking you have, perfect. Like, you have like a Gwen Stefani yeah. thing going on because like you really, I. They must know that Brett likes her the best. It could be the part ones of it. that Brett likes, or they're just not assholes and they had no. to do that before. And they're just like, girl, like no. You look I think great. that they know the ones that Brett likes the best. So be as nice as possible to them because if you're gonna be stuck around them, that's true. You know, it it just helped. Like that's what I always say about like you know your friends, girlfriends, and 
now fiancés, whatever. Like, it's better to come into the situation friendly if you're going to want access to that person. Because I'm sure they've had a, I mean, I don't know what Christy would have been like with them. But, like, you know, you want want to still be able to have access when this is all said You always want to go with that, yes. That positive mindset where it's like, hey, like, yeah. We're going to be in each other's lives. like. Well, not even that, but it's also just like, I still want to have access to Brett, and I know that if I'm not nice to her, she will deny that opportunity to oh, me. So. Yeah. And this is a little bit different because he's like a rock star. And Jess <laughs> is like falling hook, line, and sinker for her because Jess is like, actually, these girls are really cool. Like, who would have thought? So Brett all of a sudden comes down to hang out with them, but he does that like dad at a sleepover thing where he's like, hey, heard a lot of action going on over here. Yeah, it's like the SNL, like, who clogged the toilet? I'm not going to say anyone's name. <laughs> I think someone flushed uh, They've done a, a couple SNL or, sketches or, like yeah. that where they've done like sleepover things with like weird dads, but that one was very funny. <laughs> Once he walks up, though, did you notice Heather like chest bumps his arm? Oh, did she really? Yeah, that was weird. I didn't notice that. She like like sticks her boobs like, on his arm don't forget my boobs are here Psh. yep he doesn't really seem to really be clocking her or that at all i also uh noticed the broken road poster just chilling in the back oh i didn't see that it, wait <laughs> yeah. the, like the one they made yep. oh my god well really that's gonna... fun they have put it up in the house all right, like, cool. what are you gonna do with it yeah. right? wonder where that is right now probably somebody's garbage somewhere. like what if brett might have it at home in his garage i don't think just brett chilling. wanted to keep it no I, I think one of them would want to keep it, but that's true. They keep drinking, and Brett is like, "Oh, you know, where's Sam?" And somebody jokes that they broke her. Then we get a what's up? Yeah, they broke her. Yeah. What's up <laughs> going on? That really is his fucking tagline. Like he's really committed to this lifestyle. Of what's well, when you say thing, I mean, I make fucking weird ass noises I know, every time but like, I put effort into something. It's like I, I'm. Well, I shouldn't say get putting effort into something. I'm about to say, oh, when I stand up from the couch. But I do. It's the old sound from uh, one of the old Zeldas. And I never really played them. But like, there's this sound where Link gets out of the water. And he goes like, Ugh. so like when I yes. do shit, I'm like, Ugh. it's weird. Yes. I make noises, people. I, well, I probably do it on this and I just don't recall now. Yeah. No, you you're a human sound machine. Yep. Jess says that she's going to go get sam to go see like what's up with her she's worried and that sam should really be socializing with the girls and i'm like damn bitch you've been brainwashed well no not only just that because at some point i forget who says it i don't know if it was her but someone's like yo like we fucking love her this she was the nicest girl no 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 no, no. i didn't get that vibe from it i just think it was i think jess's decision to go after her and like to then have her hang out with them is selfish on jess's part well i think she's doing because she doesn't she's like you need to come down here so we get rid of lacy yeah yeah oh absolutely that's what 100%. it is yeah. and she's not even shy about that later yeah. on i'm gonna try to speed through that stuff because it's pretty redundant but mm. so jess walks into the room and like the door is partially opened and sam's like off camera and she's like no i'm leaving like it's not for me and she's like i don't deserve to be fucking interrogated and i'm going home because i have shit to do <laughs> bitch we all have shit to do Jess tells her, she's like, listen, I really care about you as a person. I do. As much as I'm saying Jess is being kind of selfish and wanting Sam to stay, I do believe that they have a genuine friendship and that that she would want her to stay because you want to hang out with somebody that you're friends with. Although this episode makes me kind of look at Jess and Brandy M's relationship a little differently, I guess. I thought they were kind of friends. 
now because or before? In general, like, I thought in the house, like, the two of them were, like, friends. But? But when I watch this, it's like, when she goes here with Sam, she goes, oh, she's the only other good girl in the house. Like, I don't want to see I, her go. I it could just that be, that like, is, Brandy is a wild child. Like, I think her that, nickname's Wild Thing. Yeah, I think that it's twofold. Because I was kind of thinking about that, too. That Brandy is, one, it is a little bit sex work shamey. That I think that probably, as much as they might get along, that Jess probably does think less of her for being a stripper. True. But also, Brandy's a little bit of a fence rider. Okay. That's, yeah. You know, like, we leave the house and you're doing a fucking photo shoot with Heather, like, for what? To save herself. And But, I mean, there's ways to save yourself that don't involve teaming up with your enemy, necessarily. That's true. So I, if I was Jess, I'd be a little bit, and I'm not somebody who's like, you can't be friends with somebody I hate, but like at a certain point, it's like, girl, why are you trying so hard to be her friend? Like, be my friend or be her friend? This is a unique situation. Yes. Jess then says in a talking head that, you know, like we said, that she doesn't, uh, that she thinks that Sam's a really good girl and she doesn't want her to go because who am I going to talk to? And obviously I'm sure there's more to it than that, but it just looks not good for jess mm. for some reason i keep wanting to mix up jess and sam's names like i think that jess looks more like a sam and sam looks like a jess really yeah huh. so sam says to her you know i i can't feel this way anymore about myself i don't like being sad i don't like being emotional and jess is like listen if you don't feel comfortable i get it and you know i'm i respect your decision whatever it ultimately is and sam says in a talking head that i just feel like i really need to go home and it's all of this is not worth me feeling this way and nobody deserves to feel ridiculed by that so then they hug and then jess kind of leaves her there brett pulls the super fans into his room to discuss what they thought and again just want to remind everybody don't say powwow when you mean meaning that shit is culturally appropriative it's not cool the more you know so as they're talking uh they talk about Brandy first, and they say all of her answers were exactly what somebody would want to hear, but I couldn't really figure out what they were saying. They said, I thought they meant she's very cute. That's what I thought, but I couldn't, I don't know why, like, the, the captions weren't picking up, and I couldn't really hear it, yeah. and it just, it was, I, but I could have sworn I heard the word cute. Yes. But I no, was like. No, they did. They said very cute, and yeah, I have those words written down. Yeah. Then they talk about Jess, and they say she could jump on a tour bus. She's golden. Yeah. For Heather, I was shocked that they loved Heather so much. I'm not. I mean, it's like we said, like, they definitely didn't show all of these the, interrogation slash interviews. The only reason why I feel like I'm a little bit not surprised is that Heather, I feel like, is out of all of the ladies in the house currently, like, looks the most like what you would expect a Brett Michaels fan yeah. to look like. No, it's true. So I guess that they sort of figure, like, oh, she can fit in she with us. Party no with us. problem. Like, this is great. Right. Yeah. Not even party with us, but just, like, she would be a good culture yeah. fit. Whereas Jess, I think they kind of saw her as, like, oh, she's obviously the prettiest. Like, let's suck up to the pretty girl. Mm -hmm. Amy says that she's the greatest person here, which I'm like, chill with that, please. I'm begging. But Allison says that if he's on the road all the time, she might not be okay with him being out there doing his thing. And Brad's like, oh, and will make me miserable. This is where well, no, that Flav yeah. New York shit is coming right the fuck yeah. through. He is not into Heather in the same way that Flav wasn't into New York until he saw her mother and saw it using New York as an opportunity to get back at her mom. Mm. I think that once Brett saw that 
it, it all comes down to an ego boosting thing that once you realize that she is so fucked up that it's like, oh, this is suddenly like way more attractive to me and I can't explain it. Well, I guess. Yeah. And the, well, the making it miserable thing, like the sitting at home, like she can't just sit at home and have she you definitely would. I don't know. He's if probably she... like, fuck, like I want someone who's just going to be there when I get home. Like I can't be worried about other people. I mean, I don't. I definitely agree that, that she couldn't necessarily be like the housewife that probably no, wants she's in gonna, this situation. She seems like someone who's her. Not own to bring person, it back to the to n- not to bring it back to the Jessica Simpson Tony Romo thing, but that's ultimately part of why they broke up. Is that was kind of his expectation for her was mm. that she was just going to sit around and be like the other football players' wives, where she's like, no, I have like a billion dollar like a, business. Like, I'm Jessica Simpson. Well, not even just for Jessica Simpson, the singer, Jessica Simpson, the like business owner. Yes. Like she has literally, I think, the most successful celebrity clothing brand line. My favorite pair of flats that I get a bajillion compliments on all the time are Jessica Simpson. So Very nice. Jessica Simpson. Again, so far from the point. The reason why I brought that up is beyond the Heather isn't really a woman who's going to be able to sit at home and wait around for you when you come home from tour. I think that Heather is not the kind of girlfriend you want in a situation where people are going to clamor. I remember David Guetta once told this story on Elvis Duran's show that a girl was being really flirty with him and whatever while like right in front of his wife. So his wife stuck gum in the woman's hair. If. Very It Takes Two, which we just watched the other day. Yes. I feel like Heather would do something like that. And that's not really the kind of personality you want when somebody, like, as much as all of this situation makes me sick for a variety of reasons, I do agree that you have to be a certain kind of person, if you're, especially if you're not a famous also, to yeah. be with somebody who's famous. Yeah, it, and it even as lot. And it takes, as much as... As not jealous as you could be, it still takes an extra level of that. Yes. That would be very challenging, I feel like. It's very mentally straining. Yeah. You could see it would be tough. Sam is up next. Amy's like, after, because the thing is, we don't see Amy, as much as we know that later on, having watched the show, that we know that the fans like her, we didn't know that at this point when you're watching the show. And it seems like more or less out of nowhere that Amy's like, oh my God, she's the best. I would totally be friends with her outside of the house. Oh my God, she's so sweet. But I don't really think that she like mentally has what it takes to date you, which is like not untrue. Yeah. No, she made sense with it. It makes sense. It's true. She doesn't. It's obvious too. She literally left everyone hanging out for a little bit. To go up to the room and like be like, well, I'm out of here, I, I can't again, do this. Like she we, wouldn't be able to handle it. Like the we've said over all. and over again, it's already like if you're already have jealousy issues to begin with in like a regular relationship, you being with a rock star who's known for being a fucking party animal yeah. isn't going to make you feel any more secure. Like any reasonable jealousy that any normal person might have, like take that and multiply it by a bajillion, and yes. that's what you've got here. So Amy says that she's not ready for Sam to go home and Brett's like, all right, can you guys just talk to her tonight and like make her feel better about this whole thing? And so they agree. Then Lacey and they're all like, no, nope, nope, absolutely not. Just immediately. Just immediately. Like, I don't even think he gets the question fully out. Like that, like, uh, who, like Chance on uh, on the New York Princess Party. Lovely Lacey. And then the second he finishes, they go, nope, nope, nope. What the fuck? He the show it's gotta be her. producers it's i don't something. think it's just There's... producers i don't believe that because i think that but she's he's... also a lot different when she's around either that or he's say. like overselling it and flave is more transparent also probably true 
He's got acting experience, everybody. Yes, so. that he does. Uh, Amy says that she's super wrong for him. Brett's like, but I really dig her and her personality. And that's it. <laughs> so Brett has all the ladies lined up again and calls out that the Fab Five become the fearsome foursome and... Oh, no, he notices that the Fab Five have become yes. the fearsome foursome because Sam's not with them. And they're all like, oh, she's upstairs. And just like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want Sam. I don't want Brett to find out that Sam's like having doubts because then she's going to be the one that gets it home. Mm-hmm. And then that'll make his decision easy. Brett's like, all right, you know, I'm going to. Oh, they and they cut to Sam packing. So she's like, not just like, I'm going to leave. She's like, no, I'm actually getting my shit ready to go home. So Brett says he's going to let her chill for a little bit and get her thoughts together. But after a long discussion, he's just going to let Amy kind of handle it from there. So Amy says it came down to two people that they really liked, Jess and Heather. And Heather does like, she's like kicks and she does that thing. I'm 50. Another SNL reference. Oh, I was looking at more. I was like, look what I can do. Oh, that's true. Another sketch comedy show. Same shit. Big. Energy. Yes. That's what she's doing. Just think about that. She's clearly had a bunch of drinks by this point or something. Gen Z, if you don't know the Howard Dean Biaw thing, and then the subsequent Chappelle show sketch, please look it up. It is like it is bonkers to me that that got him laughed out of the election. Yeah. And we now have a president that kicked off his campaign by saying a whole country of people are drug dealers and rapists. Yep. I'm, and not only just the whole country, anyone who was a, from because there, we know that he didn't literally that, yes. just mean Mexico. Yes. So, Fucking oh my god! Shit. Back to the show. Come on. Sorry, I know we're also like of all the times for us to be like really fucking off the rails is not the time when we're on a time limit. Amy felt like they were the most honest and the most upfront. They then decide to go with Heather, who then does a cartwheel like, into a lunge. What the fuck could, was she on? Well, this the thing week? is, as you just said, the I'm fifty thing. That's yeah. Molly Shannon, right? Yes. The lunge she does with the hands up is also Molly that Shannon. Is, with that Superstar. is from that's. Oh yeah, that's true. So what? Yes, Sister Mary. Uh, no, that wasn't her. No, that wasn't who her. Am I Mary Catherine Gallagher. Mary, yes, I'm but thinking I, of fucking. Well, sister act for some reason. well no because she was in a catholic school that Mary was the whole Clarence. and the whole and the movie well the movie's called superstar but she's yes. in a catholic school and yes no i know and she smells her armpits when she gets nervous yes i sniff them like this that used to be the height of comedy everybody yo she's underrated as a funny fucking I don't person think she's considered molly she's shannon underrated. is funny she was like i think she's considered one of the best female talents they've had on that show uh, yes, rightfully so. And as she, right, as she like deserves. Someone also like a Sherry O'Terry doesn't get like as much. Where the she's... fuck is Sherry O'Terry? Oh, they were so great. Her, Rachel Dratch, like there's so many. Well, Rachel Dratch people. is still out here working. Sherry O'Terry was fucking phenomenal. Where's she Sherry is O'Terry? so funny. I need answers. A little ball of energy. I also think because I was like, that's weird that like that they're so obsessed with Heather. Like I, I get that she probably did a good job and they, yeah. they appreciated the compliments and whatever. But like, because then Heather goes like, even Brett's fans see that I'm the best woman for him. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure this decision has nothing to do with producers getting a tattoo slot tonight. I was just about to say, yeah, of course. Because I mean, what else would the date have been? They knew it. And it's literally like, oh, you chose her? Cool. Let's go on her date. Oh, Guess y- what? Oh, Get tattoos. Li- it's oh, like, y'all wait, liked her? And I don't, maybe, They maybe, knew she was going to win. I think that if the even producers would have said like... You know, they would have, I don't know. I think that this was like very heavily producer intervention. Oh, I mean, the thing is, because we know, very we heavily. know Brett gets either a tattoo or just work done on one. 
But and I'm assuming he probably because I mean he's also a famous dude. He could probably hit up whoever his artist is if it is this guy, and just be like, hey, yo, like I really need to come in. I need you to but do not this. Even I'm doing that. this show. Like, and the guy be like, yeah, I got you, bro. I mean, no I'm worries. sure that they probably would have had. They could have thrown a date together for him and Jess to do if given the opportunity. Yeah. And Jess was like, I mean, Heather said she would, so let's yeah. see let's if she'll, she'll fucking do it. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that we're already so far in well not far enough but like yeah. so far time wise because i'm all about i mean we've just said we both have multiple tattoos and my whole thing is like if it and i don't want to be just like if it means something to you but like if you really want to express your own inner creativity and arts like use your body as a canvas you know whatever you want to do right. awesome your, get it done the, the name shit though is where i'm kind of like Ugh. i we're about to get into it and i can't wait to fucking yeah. talk about it so Brett says in a talking head that when Amy, Kai, and Allison told me they chose Heather, I gotta be honest, I was really excited. And I'm like, where are you? And he's like, because I know exactly where we're going. And I'm like, oh, okay. So Brett and Heather leave. And Heather, uh, Brett tells the super fans to take care of the contestants, his for his girls to take care of his girls. And says in a talking head that he left them there to find out even more info on the other ladies. And when he gets back, they're also going to help him decide who goes home. Yes. So they hop straight into the limo brett and heather and heather is visibly drunk oh yeah no she's she needs some liquid courage in order to get this done Ah, uh, but here's the thing about that so she's like oh where are we going and brett's like let's go get tattoos you want to get tattoos and heather's like let's do it most places i mean and now i have gotten tattoos actually in three states now that i think about it but i'm pretty sure that at least in the three states one of which being florida you have to sign a thing that's like, I am not drunk. You can't be- I gotta remember, I don't know if it says that I'm not drunk. I think it just says like- You don't have alcohol like presently there's in your a whole, system. There's a, well, yeah. because you bleed. It's Well, well the what, whole point of well, not drinking before getting one is the fact that as you were just going into, the way you're out, what is it? Like your blood thins out, yeah, whatever it is. So out, it's yeah. almost not impossible for your blood to clot well, and stop to heal the- tattoo right but it's something along those lines yeah basically it's just you will bleed like, more yeah. than you would anyway but also it's gonna turn into like you're burnt. also setting yourself up liability wise that if yes. somebody doesn't like it you know at which least is why you they have to say sign that the waiver. you're right yeah. right so brett says ever since i'm ever since heather met me she told me she wanted to get a tattoo her very first one because he's you know he's obsessed with this like faux virginity sort of play mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm going to take her to a tattoo parlor and see if she's bluffing. So then this motherfucker is instead of being like, wow, that's really great. I mean, even if you're going to go there, which you shouldn't. But if you're going to be like enough of a dick to be like, oh, you're going to get my name tattooed in your neck. Oh, go for it. He's like, oh, it's got to be old English font and it's got to be like in color. Do you know and why, though? The font she gets is the font of his solo album. That's literally worse. You you don't re remember it? Like, as you just said, The Broken Road, where it says, like, Brett Michaels, Broken Road, and even the other one. Like, the way his name is written, Brett Michaels, is the same on both both albums. The way Brett is written, I believe, in Brett Michaels' band, that's what it is. Oh, It's my the Old English. God. Yeah. <gasps> that makes it worse. You didn't know that? That's why he said I you have to do it that way. about it. Oh, my God. That makes it worse. Because it's like he's, not only is it, like, I not only um, no, we're not going to do it's this now. Free Just, publicity. Hold on, right? Yes, basically that is what I was like, getting yeah. to. But it's like 
oh my god you're you you're literally like continuing your branding onto a human body yeah oh my god fuck you and Heather's like, I've been no tattoos forever, but I'm crazy about Brett, and this will show 100% commitment to him. And you can tell that she's drunk because she's like, tattoo parlor, please! Like, I think this, his album, Rock My World. Yeah, that's, this is the one, right? That's the album. Look at the way Brett's written. Get the fuck, fuck That's you, it, if I'm Brett not mistaken. Michaels, wholeheartedly, fuck you. Anyway, so back to the house very quickly. Amy is telling Amy was joking with Brandy about the fact that uh, her hair was on fire before. And Jess is like, so we're all ha- hanging out, having fun, and we're all starting to loosen up. And- Talk about being hot-headed. <laughs> they didn't actually make that joke. I know I did. Jess says that she's utilizing this opportunity to just smash the hell out of Lacey, which I'm like, interesting choice of words. Uh- but she says it's uh, the only opportunity she's really going to have to have somebody outside hear it, and she's going to have to take Oh my god, I just had a really morbid thought. It was like all the people Uh-oh. in Jonestown, like when that congressman showed up to like scope it out and like see how bad it really was. And everyone and had to pretend everything everybody was fine. Everybody had to pretend everything was fine, but then like. Till someone slips a fucking note yeah, that says, please take me home with you. Exactly. Oh, no. And then Sorry, they show everybody. him, hey, why are people that live here sliding notes to me? Oh, my God. Right? It's like, fuck, yo. And then, well, that guy ended up dead. R.I.P. To all those people. No, of course. Them. Everyone. Yeah, no, that's a fucking terrible, in no way, shape. No, or not a joke. I didn't, joke I didn't, like I didn't yeah. mean to make this as, like, a joke. Yeah. So Jess is spilling all the tea to Kai. And then Lacey walks out and they start, like, laughing about it. Like, very obviously that she's coming. and She ruins everything. Yeah. Jess like, I love the fans because they're a lot of fun and they hate Lacey. So then we have Lacey talking to Amy and Kai a little bit later. And this is so weird. So there's like a bench outside, like a park bench style bench. Mm-hmm. And I guess because of the way the chairs that Kai and Amy are sitting in are like set up behind the behind the bench, Lacey is forced to kind of sit turned around, but she's like s- squatting on the bench with her kitten heels on to like face them and have a conversation with them. Like if it was a regular chair, she'd be like doing that teacher thing. Like yeah. cool I'm teacher the cool thing. teacher. Yeah. Let's break things but down. She can't because it's a bench without the slat in yes. the back. So it's just really awkward that she's just squatting on this bench. So they ask her who she'd want Brett to be with if it can't be her. And she says Heather, because I think that Heather and I have the strongest feelings for Brett out of anybody left. Amy's like, yeah, I don't really see, though, like, any emotion. Uh, I feel like you're giving me all the right answers. But, like, I need to believe you. Like, I need to look in your eyes and believe that you have his best interest at heart. And Lacey's like, oh, I'm so frustrated right now because I have no control of this house for the first time. And I'm like, telling <laughs> for a variety of reasons. She's like, I feel like I'm starting to lose that control. And the other girls in the house obviously have gotten to the fans. Lacey loves to control a narrative. So Kai and Allison are inside saying they need a break from Lacey and they feel like she's just feeding them lines. Then Kai wonders where Sam is and they decide this is when they decide to go like check on her to see how she's doing. But she's packing. So the other ladies outside uh, coincidentally want to see where she is, too. And Jess says in a talking head that none of them, none of us want Sam to go home like except Lacey. She doesn't say that part. I added that part, but. She goes, so we're all going to go up to her room and convince her to stay. So they all roll deep into her fucking room. It was kind of funny. And Sam's like, oh, so 
all of them are here. Like, it feels good, but it's also kind of weird. Yes. Amy then basically apologized. We don't hear her say I'm sorry, but she's like, listen, I was just trying to get to know everybody. We honestly really like you a lot. And Brandy chimes in and she's like, yeah, you really, you really need to stay and whatever. And then we hear, I, I was like, thought I was losing my mind because I'm like, that sounds like Lacey telling her to take 24 hours to think it over. But then Lacey, it is Lacey. And then she says in a talking head, I decide to go along with it because um, it'll make me look better in front of the fans. So Playing Sam decides to talk to Brett. She says she decides to talk to Brett, but we don't see her talk to Brett. That's what I thought I heard. I don't know. But she says in a talking head that she's now more conflicted than ever. Amy and the other fans then tell them that they've narrowed it down to two of them and they're going to want to talk to them, I guess, as sort of like a last minute discussion before they help Brett make the decision. So Lacey clarifies. She's like, oh, is it the two you think are the worst? Amy's like, um, I think it's the two that may not be the best for Brett. (laughs) So obviously they call Lacey and Brandy down and Lacey's like, I can't even believe I'm being put into this situation. So we go back to True Tattoo. The website is down, but so far they have pretty good ratings. Four and a half on Yelp, 4.6 on Google, and 4.8 on Facebook. I definitely think I've heard his name before, too. I would check them out I on Instagram. I once had a doctor with the last Did you, name. <laughs> you didn't think. I meant to send you their Instagram because they have some excellent designs. They have this really great one. One of the most recent ones, obviously, because they're not super operational right now. Yeah. Is... Uh, it's like ice cubes head kind of as like a silhouette with like the jerry curl on the hat but in where his face is it says today was a good day oh that's pretty sick it's so cool and they have um a really nice one is what are the things in harry potter where you pull them out of the ground i keep wanting to call them a magpie but that's an actual bird no i have no idea it's some harry potter person out here knows what i'm talking about the things that you pull out of the ground and they're the screaming babies so it was one of those like it was like but it was a really beautiful design for it and there's like a jasmine like from aladdin silhouette like i mean highly recommend at the true tattoo i don't i'm not vouching for their uh like personally because i saw one of the reviews was like could be friendlier but they do good work and i'm like that looks like a tracks uh (laughs) but they just do incredible tattoos and it's just even if you're just a fan of looking at tattoos it's worth taking a look at so you meet albert scambody scambody is that how it's pronounced mm-hmm. it's I, had a do- I had a doctor with the exact same name really yeah oh weird scambody so he's apparently done tattoos for marilyn manson and mickey rourke you know that he's like a big time tattoo artist because he doesn't feature anybody that he's done on his own personal instagrams yeah so I no, like he's the kind where if you're a celebrity, they like close old, that fucking place down. Very, they don't tell people. He's very old school. You can tell that he's like, I'm not going to talk about. Well, like, I mean, I'm sure he's fine like talking about it if it comes yes. up. But like, you know, he he keeps that private. He keeps it professional. Yes, that was probably the word I was yeah, looking for. No, good for him. So when Brett tells them why they're there, you can tell that he's like, he does like the the white guy you blank sure? gif. Like, yes, exactly. Like, yes, there you go. Exactly. Like, we're is that is that what we're doing? He's like, all right, whatever. And I he's guess, like, but... oh yeah. And she's like, oh, and it's my first tattoo too. And you can see him go, ooh. Yeah. Like, like couldn't you just done like a fucking guitar or something, like something simple, right? Something that's not that could be that you could at least justify in your mind later on was like reminiscent of an experience yes. you had. I was on Rock of Love guitar with and, you know, guitar, Brad Michaels. It's not like you're gonna stop liking rock, rock music band. afterwards. Exactly. You know, it could be representative of the time in your life, not just Brett Michaels, but no, she's. And the worst part of this is she's 32. 
Does she still have it? She just got it removed not long ago. Oh, really? A couple years ago. Obviously, she got or whether you get it removed or covered, but yeah. Right. Choice. I don't. I don't know if she got it covered. I have. I get the sense that she got it removed. removed yeah. But either way. Heather's like, I'm probably going to have to do 40 more shots because it's painful, right? And Brett's like, that's probably not the best thing to do. But that to me is more like from a liability standpoint, yes. not he, from he like underst- a- He's like, yeah, you can't have that much alcohol in your but system. But I, so f- another actually relevant fun fact about me, I have a tattoo that does not say Brett, but I have a tattoo on that exact same spot on my neck. Yes. Easiest tattoo I've ever gotten. Good for you. Easiest between tattoos and piercings. It was like the least painful experience. It literally felt like a massage. So between my spine issues, I probably wouldn't do well on something no, like that. No, I've had back issues. Well, I mean, it's, I have lower back issues. Yes, but like, I have exactly no, but really where that because is it's issues. So, because it's not, you're not really getting a lot of bone contact the okay. same way. It's more muscle. It really didn't hurt almost at all. Because with all my, that's how I feel like with all mine. When you hit the meat, like the muscle. I mean, I have yeah. one on literally both my triceps. And neither one. One really. tattoo on both of your triceps. Yes, it stretches people. I don't know. It's really weird. No, but I've one on each, of course. But those ones were easy. Like it's where you get like, of course, the one on my forearm. That one really hurt. Anytime you get near like, I guess like foot. a bone in socket or like yes. your foot one. Forget. I was there. Obviously, I was, was there with you. But so painful. That was any time where it's just straight at bone or like right next to like no. a ligament or something. Like even like the wrist one. Listen, if you've got something that you want to do, if you've got something you want to do that's like or a very forgiving job or whatever, and you're like not sure where to get a tattoo, I personally recommend the neck because it. And I'm like you know. I wouldn't say thinner, but like I've a long yeah. neck, you know. But it's, I say it go was, for the meat. Go yeah, for your. No, that was it. Was such it was super easy yes. and it was quick and it was yeah. Tricep, highly, highly or if recommend. you can get kind of like upper shoulder back, but where you have the meat and muscle there, as opposed to right dead on your shoulder blade, that would probably hurt a little too. So Brett says that if Heather actually goes through with this, it would impress the living shit out of me. This is a tattoo for life. And they have him, like, as she's sitting there, they do some I Love New York style graphics. Like, I, think I, I guess they got the budget back where they're able to do, like, Brett's head saying for life, like, in circles around her head. Yes. Where it seems like she's kind of second guessing it, but doing it anyway. She also, because she was drinking in the limo. It looks like a screwdriver, probably because they have Grey Goose and mm-hmm. orange juice, whatever, in the limo. But she brought it in the place. And Brett's like, it's my drink. And I'm like, then why is she holding? He's like, well, he says, hold my drink. And I mean, my hand. I just can't believe they let her in. Like that, like to me is like a huge red flag for a studio that they're willing to tattoo somebody who's drunk. I mean, this is obviously we don't know the situation. We don't know what happened. We don't know if she's actually drunk, but she either yeah, she's all... either drunk or a really good actress. Because the problem is, if you talk about it earlier in the day, and you're like, "Listen, if I win this and the dates tattoos, it are you willing matter. to do this?" Exactly. Like it, it needs matter. to be in the moment when you're there, no matter what. There's it's no way to agree thing. to it earlier. Like literally, you need before getting a tattoo, you need to be like in the studio i mean obviously i don't know how it goes with these though any time i've gotten a tattoo done and i've had to sign something for consent they take it it's really like yo super serious. you need to be in the store right now with us you sign this we go over everything you have to read it yeah. no bullshitting yeah you do it no you're not allowed to have any drugs in your system like you have to make sure you're of clear mind as you were just saying yeah plus this is 07 so the 
a little bit of the alcohol thing might have been a little more lackadaisical. I don't think so. Like if she's a little drunk, like they can't. No, she's and she's like pretty drunk. And she's they have a little drunk. They have she's the right drunk. to turn it down. Yeah, because you're drunk. That they say. And like they, maybe most in this, the like she's not dr- as you were. She's not drunk enough or a good actress. Like she could be like, listen, like I had a couple of drinks, but I'm telling you, I'm fine. Like that's, I'm doing that's this. too much. Like I think that's just it's irresponsible. I'm not trying to shit on their business. It just no, I it agree. Appears yeah. irresponsible at the very least. And that's why I think that's Don't part of why us. he makes faces. Yeah, like he's probably just like yo but like can, this girl's a little drunk like yeah. what the fuck's going on but i guess they can't really say yeah whatever and brett's like no dude we're doing this <laughs> right all right <sighs> yikes so as they're starting the process like you know you shave your neck and like mapping out the design or whatever and actually sitting down for the tattoo brett unsurprisingly horny as hell like you know flag on the play He's like coaching her like she's giving birth. Do you huh? notice? Like it's very Lamaze what they're doing yes. in that moment. And Brett's like, I'm holding her arms and she's holding mine and she's getting my name tattooed on her neck. And it's a really close moment between me and her. And then he says, getting a tattoo can be a very erotic experience. The pain starts to become this kind of trance, like this feeling that gets me aroused. I've had some of the best sex ever after getting tattoo work done. I I can't relate to that personally. That is not my thing is more just like I just I'm tired. Like I don't want to deal like, with you hit it a hurts. point because like with my like obviously the ones I have the bigger ones they take a few hours and you do get a point where it's like where it's hitting you get the pain where it almost becomes a numbing thing where you become so accustomed to whatever. But when I'm done with my tattoo all I want to do is the shit's covered at first Get home, make sure it's clean, put on whatever you need to, and then like I just want to leave it the fuck alone and be left alone for right, a Why would like, you want to like sweat? Like, fuck man, fuck like around. I'm still kind of like recovering. My arms in pain. Yeah, and it's not like you got like you know a bat smashing your arm. Yeah, if you you're know? somebody it's who more like, like oh, getting a tattoo yeah, makes you horny, I'm not trying to like, kink people, shame. I just have yeah. questions. No, no kink shaming ever. People like pain stuff, obviously. Yeah, like, well, that's yeah. your thing. Have fun, do it up. If you love getting tattoos and banging after. Keep doing it. More power do whatever to the hell you want to do. I, it's just, I, I it, just don't personally. Exactly. So as Albert's finishing up, Heather asks Brett if it looks good. And he just goes, cool. That's what it was. He goes, cool. And it is bigger than I remember. That's what she said. Damn it. And Didn't let me say it. I know. Heather says in a talking head that she's so proud of herself. None of these other bitches would ever step up and get his name tattooed. And they're both just gushing over it. And Heather says in talking head, you know, I'm just falling and falling and falling for this man. Like, I just, I feel like we're always going to be in each other's lives. And I know a tattoo is forever, but I'm crazy about Brett. And this will show 100% commitment to him. Did I go, I forgot how much I talked about this in the beginning, but I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. But the fact, and I know that it's Heather's decision. It's her body, her choice. I believe that. And I agree with that. And it is definitely Heather's bad decision. But I think that it is deeply fucked up of Brett to do this, knowing that there is a significant chance they can't be together. And I feel like yeah. in his mind, it just is like, a and you know, we've called him a narcissist from the beginning. He's very self-absorbed, very self-involved, takes himself very seriously. And I guess, and I'm sure that he's, this is not the first woman who's gotten some Brett Michaels themed tattoo. And she's certainly not the last. Yeah. But just, dude. You need to, in your mind, differentiate between, like, random groupies who get 
tattoos yes. and like a girl who you're trying to date. Yes. Oh, excuse me. It was so gross that like I hiccuped. Um, it just it just was really disturbing to me that he was willing to go along with it and just instead of being like, well, it's kind of weird, but if she wants to, because I mean, even that, the fact that he's like okay with it on any level is like kind of weird, but the fact that he's like, it's really just, it. it's not only really turning him on, it's like making him interested in her when he wasn't before. You know, it just makes me so sick that, and you know, he may not have necessarily known for sure if she was going to be the final one or whatever, but it just is so weird to me that he was so fine with it. Do it, do it, do it. And then he like put her kind of on the spot. I would, in a heartbeat, even I could be wasted. Doesn't matter. I would not be like, yeah, do it. Uh, I would, I'd be like, hey, tattoo. I plan on being married to you. Like my plan is to be married to you for the rest of my life. I would be disturbed if you got my name tattooed, and I would never get your name tattooed. Yeah. No, I I agree. Names, because it's, it's the name no, part. Like, if you did, thing. like, a little, like I said before about the guitar, if you did, like, a little symbol. She could have did, like, a fucking little guitar pick on the back of her neck with, like, a BM be really on it. Cute. Even if it was just, she could put initials if she wants. Right. But Because she... if it's a BM and you fill it in or whatever, you could be like, all right, now I'm just going to have a guitar pick. You fill in the initials. There's no more letters it's there. just the There's so many breath. things she could have done differently. And she wanted that, which I have a theory about Heather, too. And I know we're already like at the two hour mark, but I get the sense that Heather and I could be completely wrong. I just get this vibe. I I know nothing about her. I just get this vibe Mm -hmm. that Heather was an ugly duckling growing up. I mean, based on the fact that she got into Ohio State and like. I forgot what she went to school for. I don't remember. But she went to Ohio State. That is not an easy school to get into. It's a prestigious school academically. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's obviously people know it as a sports school, but it has got good academics exactly. as well. Yes. I just get the sense that Heather was probably a nerd growing up and had probably other stuff going on in her life. And I feel like because her dad ends up being a creep, too, I saw. I was just reminded. Well, we're going to meet her family in a couple of weeks so we can see how much nice. I'm, this theory is being validated. But I get the sense that she was probably an ugly duckling growing up that grew up to be like good enough looking and then decided to become a stripper, which is fine, as we've stressed, stressed multiple times. Mm-hmm. But like this desperation, this seems like beyond desperation to be on TV and build a career for herself. Like... This feels like something a little darker, a little deeper, a little bit more desperate. There's something else there. Triple D. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Back at the house, Amy tells Brandy and Lacey that her first impression of them is still there, and she really wants them to tell her why they should stay. And Brandy says, deep down, my heart is involved, and I feel that hers, referring to Lacey, isn't as much as mine. And Lacey, as much as she's like, I'm good in high pressure situations, is like, I, I, I absolutely understand and appreciate the fact that I have a, a, a tough exterior and my defenses are up. And um, I just I really, really, really care about Brett. And then we flash back upstairs and Sam and Jess are talking and Jess is like, listen, I've been hanging out with those girls for hours. Nothing bad about you came up at all. We were talking shit, so we had the chance. Yes. <laughs> and, you know. 
we get the same Sam talking head from earlier about how now she's more conflicted about it. And Jess is like, if you can honestly admit that you're in this for your heart, then, you know, just do it. Like, stay. And Listen Sam's like, your heart. And Sam's like, I'm just afraid of getting hurt. Like, aren't you? And Jess is like, yes, 100%. That's why I've been holding back. So I'm just asking you to reconsider walking out. And I'm like, this is a very rom-com conversation in a very non-rom-com yes. setting which then reminded me of the theory that i heard for the first time on bechdel cast but i'm sure they didn't invent it did you ever think about the fact that in bring it on they didn't even need what's his name fucking swim fan dudes character jesse something jesse bradford thank you they didn't even need him Torin should have ended up with missy think about it wait what Torrance. Should have been a lesbian with Missy? Yeah. Oh. Think about it. Their their connection makes more sense. Like, how, why did they just end up friends? There was no reason for her to have a random brother. It could just be like, this girl, like, we don't get along. And you can show me that you have more depth. And you can show me that you can be softer than your tough exterior. They should have ended up together. I hope when they remake it, they take out the brother altogether and put them together. They probably will remake it. At some oh, point. I'm sure. And I hope they do. It's fucking, I love bringing up. I would like to see it more so from the Clover side, though. I mean, obviously, they should definitely yes. expand more on the Clovers. And make I, the coach that, Gabrielle Union. Because I always love to see her on screen. Yes. I just think that they should remake Bring It On for the 21st century. And not the fucking. Well, I mean, it came out in 2000. Hayden so Pantier one. Remember where <laughs> that the fucking Corio video? Oh, of course, I like, remember. We all thought this slapped at the time, and I didn't. I don't think I've ever seen that in full. Oh, really? I did. It was on MTV a lot, but mm-hmm. as they walk back out to the living room again, oh, Sam says first that it's time for me to face my fear, and if I get rejected, uh, at least I can take it like a champ. And as they walk back out to the living room, Jess says that like the fans saw Lacey's true colors, and they'll hate her. So basically, the implication here is like you'll be safe if you decide to stay. So Lacey's still talking to the fans and she's like, you know, I think that you've definitely seen part of who I am, but like I have a lot of depth. And I think if you girls were to hang out with me for like even two or three days, you would definitely see the warmth and the compassion that I have for people that are close to me. And Allison makes the solid point of like, okay, but all of these girls have been hanging out with you for like a week now. And like they don't see that side of you. So maybe this is the real you. And Amy's like, literally just tell me something like tell me something about you that like shows that you're like a decent human being and Lacey says in a talking head that she's fighting for her life so she realized that she has to give them something to convince them that she does have depth and that i do have emotions and that i do have a heart and i thought the choice of the word convincing instead of showing it's maybe that's a gemini no, communication thing where it's like i have to convince them that i have it instead of showing them that i have it words no. mean things so Lacey's voice is like cracking and interestingly like her hand is covering her mouth we can unpack that in a minute but she was i just this whole situation is like taxing because it's not easy to keep this wall up all the time because of the experiences I've had in my life that to me is my survival and if I don't have this tool then I wouldn't have been able to survive some of the things I've been through and literally as soon as she stops talking they play that bop 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 yes. like that corny music because all the other castmates are looking at each other like I know she fucking lying those crocodile tears well the thing <laughs> crocodile tears imply that there would be tears in the first place that's true I'm kind of conflicted about this because a tiny part of me is like, 
well, not a tiny part. I guess I'm equal parts. Like, Lacey is full of shit. This is entirely manipulative. She's not even crying. She's got her hand in front of her face to make it, to, like, try to force a tear out or to make it look like she's crying. You know, this is all just, she's admitted more than once and it's just a game, blah, blah, blah. But part of me is also, like, this is all of this, all of her whole persona is clearly just insecurity projections, right? Yeah. 100%. And I think that the mouth, the hand covering thing, because I didn't even see it at first as wiping tears until a little bit later. But at first, it looks like she's kind of covering her mouth, which if I were to look at that from a body language standpoint, Mm -hmm. I would interpret that to be her not really feeling comfortable with what she's saying. Okay. That she's trying to, like, cover her mouth. And I know that her mom died when she was young. I don't know how young, but, you know, younger than she is now. Mm-hmm. And I we meet her dad later, and I know that he's a piece of work. So I get the sense that it is... It's Remember how we were saying this about um, Hottie that time? With the car accident, whatever? Yes. And... We didn't totally buy it. Nobody really bought it because she's just here to play a game and it's bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But it's like, meh. Like, well, I thought like that maybe she's true. been through it, but I also understood. I mean, she's definitely not crying in this moment, though. That's for sure. Yes, 100%. But I do believe that she's genuinely crying later. Oh, no, that there's no denying. I'm definitely, I mean, she has I definitely, tears going well, down her face gonna, and her eyes are like We're going to talk about it. Yeah, so then Jess does like a talking head where she's like, oh, this is my impression of Lacey. Like wiping her face. Like she made some scary faces by accident. It was very scary. Yeah, and I mean, and it seems reasonable that like it's not, she's not the first, the last or the only person who has developed a very competitive, mean, rea- like side of her to cover up being hurt and insecure. Yeah. I mean- Hi. <laughs> Amy says in a talking head that they have some things to talk about, so they're going to wait for Brett in his room to talk. Lacey, interestingly, I was not expecting this. I thought she was just fucking off because she's like, these aren't my friends. I'm not going to hang out with them. Yeah. But she goes and, like, gets into bed. She probably is thinking, like, I'm going home tonight. I don't have a chance. Oh, I took that as, like, she's kind of feeling some type of way. Also, maybe about because sometimes it, it as somebody who might be a little bit like that, not to Lacey's extent by any means, but you know, I I've got my mean streak sometimes, and sometimes it hurts to admit to people that you have feelings. <laughs> so sometimes it takes a lot out of you to do that. So in the same way that Sam before was crying, not because of the interrogation, but because of what it meant to be interrogated and how it made her feel. She's embarrassed about how it made her feel. I think that Lacey's doing a little bit of that too. I think Lacey's tears are because she's embarrassed of the fact that she's looking vulnerable in front of people who she's intimidated by. That's possible. Because again, I don't think that, I don't think Jess stresses enough that if I was Jess, I would be like, anytime Lacey or Heather said a fucking thing to me, I'd be like, aren't you a little bit too fucking old to be this stupid? That would be me. I'd be terrible. Can't age shame though, because then Brad will be like, well, if you think they're older, this event. No, they're too old to be acting this fucking stupid over a boy, is my point, a man. You're you're too old to be getting tattoos on your neck of people's names, among other things. You're too old to be acting this catty and petty and dragging people into pools and being like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Like, you're too old for any of this. Yeah. Grow up. So I, if I was Jess, I would be, Jess is not utilizing her full, 
the bitch is coming out. But it's like, you know, she's not utilizing her full bitch potential. Yes. Brandy then sees that Lacey is upset and is like, oh, fuck. Well, now that she's crying and she like clearly made her point known that like, great, I'm going to fucking go home because I didn't cry over this. And she says that she really wants to stay and get to know him more. And I don't know what to do, which I was like so excited because this means we're getting the scene where she's fucking wasted and throws up at the table. That's next episode, I think. You don't remember that? No. That's like one of the only things I remember from the series where she holds oh. up a nap into her mouth and just does that hiccup and you see it come out a little bit. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, now they get wasted next week. It's so funny. Jess, Sam, and Brandy all cuddle on the couch and then that's the end of that scene. So Brett and Heather come home and he's still like in a talking head like, oh, yeah, it's so fucking hot. And it made me feel so close to her yeah. and like, I don't want to lose this girl in my life. And I'm like, that is because the blood can only go to one head at a time. Heather's walking in the house hyped as hell and it's uh, sad bitch hours when she walks in. That's what's, yeah, she comes in in the most like greatest <laughs> of moods. It's, and like, it's, like, that, this is it's awesome like that community, yeah, Jeff, yeah. where like Donald Glover walks in with the pizza. Oh, and everything's and on fire. Everything's on yes. fire and that's exactly what that's happens. Actually, that's perfect. Exactly. That's I know, I'm good at this. And Heather's like... Uh, so she's walking in hyped, hyped as hell, but then like she comes in and she's like, hey, we got tattoos. And... Sam and Lacey are talking, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Well, I feel like so Sad much is just hours. editing story shit. Like, it's really like they're all probably because they all are packing. They're getting ready to go home and they're probably looking at each other like it could be any of us. And maybe we don't hate each other as much as we think. And a lot of it is just editing and obviously or just like, being pitted against each other. And, production. You know, like, I'm sure producers heads. are probably in their ears and stuff, too. Yeah. So Heather says, Heather, like, oh, so, like, are you drunky drunkertons tonight? It took me, like, three tries to figure out what she was saying, but it was worth it. And Lacey's like, no, we had a bad night. And Heather's like, what the fuck? Like, I, what's everybody's I'm deal? having a great fucking day. Like, like I having, hate all of you now. Right, like, yeah. I'm so hyped right now, and I want to show my tattoo off. And, like, what the hell happened when I was gone? So Heather and Lacey walk hand in hand, weirdly, into the room where the other contestants are all sitting. And they're like, what's going on with you guys? And Brandy's just sitting on the bed, like, womp, womp. And Heather's like, all right, like, I got a tattoo, so y'all want to see it or not. And they all- Well, they all got hyped for this, though. Yeah. Lose it. Yeah. Even, which is weird, because, like, when she's taking off the- the bandage bandage brandy like wipes her finger across it no it's okay yeah i had a but my friend uh don't do that they call it setting is what they do my one friend's like oh did anybody set it yet and i'm like i don't know what that means like first tattoo he's like yo set it i was like dude i don't know and out of nowhere like just slaps the shit out of my arm and i was like you motherfucker this like, is there why you go, men bro. don't deserve rights yeah. <laughs> It was pretty, yeah, call it setting. But the thing is, because at this point, like, it was covered for a little while. After that, it has stuff on it. Like, it's not like she's going to infect it by touching it. I know, I just don't. And she probably also wanted to be like, no, like, tell me that's a temporary one. This is hilarious. Like, oh, that's, oh, yeah, but still, I feel like you of all people who were like, oh, it's, it's been three hours. I need to wash my tattoo or whatever, however long it is. also crazy. You're nuts. Yes. So, Jess, there were no iconic lines of the week besides, like, what's going on, but the closest I got was just going. This one could have been. What kind of dumb bitch? Just <laughs> like yes. What kind of dumb bitch gets a guy's name tattooed on her neck for her first tattoo, and she's not even technically dating him yet? This bitch lost her fucking mind. And Heather's like, 
I'm in love with that guy. And Brandy, Sam, and Jess, like the way they're all positioned on the bed are all just varying shades of confusion. You, well, you could tell Heather already feels and senses and sees the judgment. How could you not? Yeah. Well, okay, I guess because the because the way she goes like, well, too. I love that guy. And because like, as it's much like, as she oh, might have thought like, oh, it's a good idea, she probably didn't think he was going to call her out on it. And yeah. it's not that I think. And listen, I'm not accusing production of getting her drunk and making her do something she didn't want to do. Yeah. But I think that they probably took a few too many liberties with like what she was willing to go along with. Yeah. And knowing she's your on TV, and that you she's have like, like that, a little bit, not a power struggle, but well, yes, she's being also, drunk right. There's and, like a power differential, but also exactly. she's like a little cuckoo bananas. We see Brett talking to the fans in his room again, and they tell him that Brandy and Sam are the two that are kind of sitting on the fence for them right now. No, he tells them this. Oh no! Yes, yes, yes. yes sorry, I He's wrote like, it. He's like the way I'm feeling right now that Brandy and Sam are the. I two wrote that it are weird really in my notes. So yeah. yeah. And he says he has not put his finger on Brandy yet, which yes. I know what he meant. It just sounded yes. bad. Sam says that he thinks he, uh, Sam, who he thinks has a lot of love in her soul, uh, is that is very sensitive. And the ladies agree that there is something definitely there with her. Mm-hmm. Amy shares their bottom two and just kind of explains their concerns again and Brandy's like, oh, did Lacey ever, like, come back around? And they're like, well, she did kind of give us something real, but I still don't think she's right for you. And she's probably the one who should go home. They all say she should go home. Yeah. yeah. And Brett says, and, and mind you, this is me saying they said. It's basically Amy saying all this yes. and them agreeing. She seems to be kind of just in charge of she's, the three. Yeah, she's the Regina George here. Brett says in a talking head that she's been around the longest, I guess. I don't know. Brett says in a talking head that um, Amy, Kai, and Allison all told me to get rid of Lacey. Surprise! Everyone else hated her. Why not my super fans? And I'm like, this is your sign! Hello! Like, what other... Like, this is where my dad would just be like, whoosh, 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 yeah. whoosh. Like, that's the size of the red flag right now, y'all. <laughs> so, he says that he needs to still think it over, but thanks him... Thanks them for his... For their help. Can I say words? Thankfully, we're close to the end, so <laughs> you won't have to hear my bleh anymore. He then proceeds to kiss. To kiss? Wow. Take a break. I swear to God, I'm sober, too. I'm not going to go out and get any tattoos, even though it's now legal again. He kisses each one of them on the mouth. Yes. Stop doing that. That's disgusting. Just have a normal boundary set relationship with these people <laughs> so then he says of course that he has to consider what they're saying but he also has to consider his own feelings so it's elimination time yay and i one thing i gotta say about this show i love the lack of consistency in the elimination outfit looks because we got heather on the one side in one of those that blue uh, dress the, like the stripper seen. gown We've seen it a couple times. I love times, it, though. I, I mean, she looks fantastic in it. Oh, no, she rocks the shit out of it, yeah. But, like, I'm just dying because she's in this full-length gown. It's obviously not, like, prom level, but, like, it's it's a gown, certainly, by definition, or maxi dress at the very least. And Brandy's in the same shit she's been wearing all fucking day. It's like the striped shirt. Yeah, whatever, that yeah. same shit. The same thing. And everybody else is somewhere in between. But, but I gave Sam props here because I thought her hair looked really nice. I, okay, 
I kind of felt the opposite. Really? Well, hold on. So first, Jess obviously feels confident and hopes Lacey goes home. Sam, it was like a very jarring thing to see her at first because, and it must have just been the lighting and the the color, like in that moment, just like the way the colors appeared on camera, yeah. that because she's so pale and her hair is so blonde, that it looked a little bit like cone head at first, like a little bit too <laughs> smooth of a transition. But then when she does it in the talking head, because it's darker out, it yeah. looks a little bit better. No, like I, I was like, oh shit, nice. All it right. looks, it looks nice. It just was from that angle. She looks like an alien. <laughs> Jeez. So Sam says in a talking head, and again another mood hashtag mood that Sam captures this week is going. So I had a little bit of an episode earlier. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag same owns it she i wrote here that she has such a pretty face like this is the prettiest i think her face has looked her makeup looks excellent here i just think that the way her hair is styled in this lighting she looks so you said like i think this alien. is probably the best she's looked i just think that I like with the I hair with that lighting good. in that moment she looked like an alien so the truth is she says that she wants to be here i just i just Oh no, she doesn't want to be here. But wants she to be wants with to him. be with him. Mm-hmm. I just fucked that all the way up when I wrote it. So Lacey says in a talking head that for the first time she thinks that she might be going home tonight and it's killing her. She feels like the girls in the house, you know, they've kind of won and that sucks. Brett, in his most understated look so far this season, is in like a black jacket, black shirt, black bandana, and just jeans. Like, nice. Here just for business. Normal look. Business. Business. John, could you pull out those passes from the manila folder? <laughs> no, I can't steal their gimmick. Well, no, well, we're, we're giving full well, credit I always to give credit, yes. We're I always... love that. that. That fucking impression might be my favorite. I know, you've always said that. I love it. So Brett does his little monologue where he's like, there's nowhere in my soul that makes me want to hurt someone. It's just not my intention. If there's anything we've learned from 2020 in ally learning, it's intention and impact are two very different things yes and that's we talked about that a little bit last week not about that specifically but about brett like i believe in the same way that i believe this about flave he doesn't want to hurt anyone he just acts without any regard for another person's feelings so he just says he's just looking for the person in the house that's right for him and the fans helped him make a decision and they gave him a lot to think about and but the decision is ultimately mine Consider all the ladies more than just friends, but one of you has to go tonight. I like switch between first and third person that so many something. times. Mm-hmm. So the first person, I mean, I'm sure y'all can guess who it is, but she really shined through tonight with her, with his friends that he brought in here and they thought she was really awesome. And I felt that this girl made a true commitment, Heather. And I was like, thank God it's Heather. Cause could you imagine if that he still no, picked I'm Jess sorry. first? You got the tattoo. It has to be her. It has to be. So as she walks up, obviously just feeling like fucking. I'm the shit. I'm in first place. Saturday night fever level, like Beyonce. I'm a diva. You know, Mm -hmm. just he's like, I can't tell you how much it means to me, but getting my name tattooed on your body, like it's pretty insanely awesome. Jess says in a talking head that she guarantees in a couple days this dumb bitch is going to regret getting that thing. It's pretty funny. And oh, how right she was. And literally it's a couple days. If you think about it. Every day is an elimination pretty much, yeah. It has to be. At max is two days, but yeah. At the very least, it's less than a week. Yeah. So she's right. It's a couple days. 
The next person, he says, is one of the girls that my girls thought was absolutely awesome, very confident personality, and somebody that I've had a chance to get to know over the last couple dates, Jess. He tells her when she comes up that Kai said she was a good kisser and a bit of a biter. And then she's like, oh, God, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, your mom's going to be real proud of that one. It's kind of funny. She laughed at it, too. I feel like my mom, as much as she is very much an ally and would have totally supported me being gay before it was cool, I feel like she'd be like, why did you have to do that for a man's approval on television? (laughs) Feminism I think that would be her issue, that I did it for a man and not that I did it in general. So Jess said in Attacking Head, the more and more I fall for him, the happier I am that I'm here and I just can't wait to keep it going. This is finally for real when I start to clock like, oh, yeah, they're really trying to sell her to us. Oh, yeah. She's the next American Idol or whatever. This is American Idol. That was actually not bad. Thank you. Fans felt like the next person at first uh, thought she was not the one, but after getting to know her a little bit more, they felt that she should stay in the house and at least give it one more try. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's Lacey. Because it would make more sense that Brandon that was in the bottom. Who, uh, yes. I thought it was going to be Lacey. I mean, we know that Lacey stays. But, yes. you know, I was like, oh, that was basically. Giving it away as we're going through these. The way they described Lacey in that last conversation yeah. was exactly this. But then it turns out it's Brandy. The twist. I was personally shocked by this, obviously. And I knew she was going to stay. I mean, I knew she was going to stay, yeah. but I just, I didn't know which order it was going to be. Like, if it would have been Brandy in the bottom two, then yes. I would have, I wouldn't have bad an yeah. eye. So Brett says to the bottom two that it's the toughest decision he's had to make so far, bar none. And Big John hands in the pass, and he calls, Brett calls Lacey down. And he then proceeds to apologize to Lacey for everything that she went through today and everything they've been through in general and says that it's really tough for him to make this decision because he really cares about Sam a lot and also really cares about her but then he ends up giving the pass to Lacey the, I say I, this like I didn't know it was coming I knew it was coming I did it I uh, I forgot I thought that this week Lacey went home no. And then, yes. No, you know what? Well, then you I know why? Myself. But if you if we want to say they kept her for any real reason because of the challenge they had coming up, they absolutely kept her to show her family. Probably, yeah. No, that's true. And I also noticed because I the end credit scene isn't on this. So I was like, oh, let me go to Tubi and see if it's there. And then when you're on Tubi and you look at the next episode's like picture for the next episode, yeah. it's fucking Lacey. And I was like, oh, that explains it. Never yeah. mind. I'm an asshole. Well, so... That means Sam is eliminated, and Heather says in a talking head, Ugh, Sam is so pathetic. I'm so glad to see her go home. And Brett says to Sam, you know, I care so much about you. He says that like three or four times during yes. the course of this spiel. So he's like, I want to say, like, how that I love you, and it's killing me to watch what you're going through. And it's, but... And this is like, as much as I'm doing that voice for it and annoyed that he's doing all of this, he makes a solid point here where he's like, what you're going through right now is like one tenth of what you would have to deal with yeah, in the real if world. If even a tenth. It might right. be one twentieth yeah, or more. It has to be like three times bigger than this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he says again that the the fans really loved her and that they thought she had the best soul out of anybody here, but that they thought that that is what would make her kind of snap and 
you know, Sam just nods along and she understands and she's smiling and she's like, friends? And he's really like, he goes, oh, phew. And he's like, you know, I was, was wishing for much more than that. But yes, I think we'll be lifelong friends. And that's what made me go through his IG follows and none of the ladies are mm. in there. So then, you know, they're saying goodbye to each other. The tour ends here, blah, blah, blah. And they are fully making out, like, just going at it. And Sam says in a talking head, she's like, do you see that kiss? Like, wow. And she's like, if I'm going to get rejected, then Brett did it in a very loving, sensual, romantic way. Just how I want to go out. Guns blazing. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, She didn't do that. I just wanted to pew, pew. Brett says in a talking head that he had to let her go, watching her cry and break down, and it was he didn't want to put her through it anymore. So Brett calls everybody down, and Brandy's in a talking head, and she's like, oh, so I see Lazy bawling like a little baby, and I'm just thinking, bravo, where's her fucking asker? So Brandy tells Lacey that it's the first time he's heard her not talk during this part, which doesn't yeah. you know Lacey's, like, shook a little bit for real. Yeah, no, something finally I got also, to her. I also, like hate to blame mood swings on periods but i have thought throughout this show that anytime somebody honestly throughout like flavor of love too anytime somebody's like out of nowhere a little bit under pressure that it could be that i mean it just i mean statistically luck of the draw it's possible you know well especially when the seasons like start and you have that many women in one place at one time yeah no your periods take way longer than that to sync up if that's no not sinking though but i mean the chance one of them statistically statistically there's got to be at least one at the very least one so i couldn't imagine too like being there my whole time and having my period the whole time i'm there i'd be so fucking pissed yeah Lacey says in a talking head that she's glad that she's still here and it's amazing what a few tears will do. It's like, good save. She's trying. They were real tears, good but obviously save. in the post-production. Like, wink, they wanna, wink, wink. Yeah, they want to keep it that way. And then they cheers as per usual and Brett's last line is, there's no crying and beer drinking. Uh, uh, uh. Very creative, like, yes. dad. Normally it comes later after you've been drinking for a right, while. Right, exactly. It's like, what? I've cried while drinking beer many a time, so... That's life. The bonus scene is just Brett actually getting tattooed, which I'd be like annoyed if I was Heather that I just sit there for that like couple minutes and Brett's getting like a whole thing. No, it's her one-on-one time. I guess. And I don't know if you got a full tattoo or a touch-up. I couldn't really tell, but then they were talking about this because the whole thing is about the spelling of it. Yeah. Well, I know, so yeah, I would assume that he's if he's if it was a touch-up, probably maybe knew. it's like an addition to it where yes. it was like put words now. Maybe that's what it is, that he had part of it before and he wanted something else done that day. Yeah. We do also get a bonus. Of course I don't want to. Of course. Always fun to have that in the episode. I know. I was glad I wasn't expecting it. And because I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, Amazon doesn't have the bonus scenes at the end anymore. Yeah, it goes right into like. So random. A quick ad and it's done. But you can still see that on Tubi, which I never shouted out where to watch it. But at this point, you should probably know, right? forgot about that whatever follow along with us. we had enough we we did enough talking so <laughs> that's all um it was time for sam to go home obviously we would have loved to see lacy go home but it's her lacy it's really it's got to be the one of the two but another day or two for sam in this house could just be so also like devastating. what would the end goal be like sam is too good for him She's too young no, for him. Too, she's too, she got, wasn't going to win. She's got too much going on in yeah. her life to... I mean, all of them are too good for him in their own ways, but... Or just not right for him, I yeah. should say, in their own ways. But, yeah. So, it works. Agreed. 
That's it, right? Pretty much. We're in agreement pretty much with who went home. So if it's not her, it's Lacey. You just got to flip the two. It's either one this week and next week. That's how I looked at it. And then, well, no, I know. Yes, maybe not. Ha ha ha. Boo. Well, as long as I know who wins. So yeah. Well, we know how things pan out. So (laughs) here, like 13 years later. Anywho, that's it, right? Yeah. That's it for today. Pretty, uh. More serious emotional and feelings episodes, it seems like, even going into things like the tattoos, where it's like, it feels like we're taking more of, like, a psychology aspect to this episode than most, I guess. Well, you, I mean, I haven't really had to do it in a while. I guess I was doing it a lot during charm school, for sure. But I think this is definitely the point in the episode where I start to be like, who are you really as a person now that we get to see more of you under pressure? And and it's not going to be as much. I I love to armchair analyze somebody. Jokey, ha ha. No, never. No. No, And I don't mean it as like. I mean, maybe some But just in general, like the early episodes, there's joking and laughing and all these wild things going on. I also remember Lacey getting up like drunkenly crawling on a table too and like knocking shit over. So there will be some drunky ha ha, jokey ha ha moments, but. As always. I mean, there's some serious shit to balance it out. But if you want to just jokey haha shit, there's other podcasts covering the stuff that you can listen to. We're here to take an analytical look at stupid ha-ha. bullshit reality TV. I know we started out this episode jokey haha. Exactly. So. I love how it's not well, I, I, I literally need we need to stop saying jokey haha. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> jokey haha. People are like, what is that? It no. sounds like a cartoon of like a, a horse or a donkey. Or a bro. Oh, no, that would be a jokey hee-haw. That's a good sign to end the show. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, tell friends yes. who don't suck. Five stars, please. Five stars. Again, you can also yeah. listen to bonus content on Patreon after the handful of episodes we've had so far. I think, what do we say? I still didn't realize. We're 2003. 2003 is coming up. Yep. 2003 is up next. And maybe another movie. Maybe, maybe an episode of Poultry Princess. You don't know. You don't know. Google it. That's it. That was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. And we'll what? talk Sonia, to you next week. Sonia, where can they oh, find us on social media? Oh my, my god, it's, god, it's been so long since I've had to do it. But uh, you can find the show on Facebook, which we don't really post there anymore. Facebook is Rewind, Rewind the, the Love, Love Podcast. Instagram, Instagram and Twitter, yes. at Rewind Love Pod. You can find me on Twitter, we... at Sonia Marie Says. Wow, now I'm embarrassed. Rewind what? Love Pod or Rewind the Love Pod? Re- <laughs> wow, I'm having my moment right now. Wow. All right, rewind. rewind. Where's Instagram and Twitter, Sonia? Rewind Love Pod. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter, at Sonia Marie Says. I'm at Mr. Feeny, 519, Instagram same thing with 7 8 and you your Instagram you only have pictures of me on there yeah i normally don't put other stuff like maybe one meme <laughs> here and there if i yeah and one it's normally one of those like wholesome plot. memes from like reddit whack that would be like you could do it thanks and that's it it's I not mean, even like my, a joke or anything my instagram is at sonmar selfie i certainly post she more posts frequently a lot of stuff, yes that's it right yeah that's no it, it. oh wait yes. um Ooh, what now be safe be smart take good care of each other yes black lives matter lgbtq rights are human rights justice for brianna taylor that's it there we go all right all right y'all we'll catch you uh next time here on rewind the love Bye. bye